Wanna get fully wrecked at the Happy Turtle? Wanna get blind drunk at the Happy Turtle? Girl, get inside by the seat and order something strong. No matter who you are, like we even care. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the reunion of Final Fantasy VII Remake Podcast. I am your host, Kai, and joining me once again today is my co-host, Viz. How are you doing, Viz? Hello, everyone. I'm doing pretty good today. I had some uh, headache, headache-inducing um, tensions earlier, but now it's pretty good because oh, I'm no. here on a podcast, and it's it has healing properties, I tell you. Better than an elixir. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you're feeling better. Um, I'm doing pretty good. It is Canadian Thanksgiving weekend, so um, I had spent some time with my family um, earlier on, like during the weekend, and that was awesome. And also, um, Cosmo Canon Observatory celebrated their anniversary. So congratulations, Viz and the Cosmo Canon Observatory uh, YouTube channel. And you you. guys had a community-led event on Discord, and it was amazing. So shout out to all the CCO community members for organizing such an amazing event. I had a lot of fun. It was great just, you know, chatting with everybody and doing some shoddy um vo work uh (laughs) oh come on yeah this this was hilarious yeah it was it was good i think that it's been all recorded so for our listeners you want to check out cco uh channels soon for all of the incredible shenanigans there um hopefully it'll be posted soon so i hope so too probably an abbreviated version because sometimes we went just off the rails and it was pretty long so maybe oh a short version, but the highlights will all be there. Yeah. When, when do we not go off the rails, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think countdown is like five minutes and then it's time to get off the rails or something. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Viz and I are so excited today because we are joined by an awesome special guest. We have Sector 6 here with us today. So Welcome. How's it going, everybody? Thank you for having me on. And yeah, it, I'm looking forward to it. Purely hyped. Our pleasure. <laughs> no, no, no. And uh, to be fair, I think the pre-conversation counts as us already going off the rails. So we're already Fair in point. <laughs> fair point. Yeah, this is it. We're diving straight <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah. If we had a Patreon, we would say, hey, you want the long, unedited version? Here you go. But <laughs> That's an idea. There you go. That's an idea. Unfortunately, we didn't press record, so... <laughs> Next time. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to imagine it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for today's episode, it'll be a mashup of a bunch of different things. Um, so we'll be talking about uh, Tokyo Game Show... And we'll be discussing, obviously, we got some new information about the first soldier and uh, actually a new trailer at TGS, a release date. Also, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins got a new demo trial too, so we'll be talking about that as well. The second half of the episode, we will also be talking about episode intermission. It's basically our episode intermission spoiler cast that we had scheduled to record, but we had to postpone that because I was on vacation. And then I think like I was I was out of the province, I was traveling and uh, Viz, you were on vacation and we weren't able to record it um, until now. So anything's on the table. We're talking, you know, story spoilers, gameplay characters, any theories the end credit scene and 
Obviously, if you haven't played it yet and you don't know anything about episode intermission, then you should probably not listen to the second half of the episode because yeah. it's we're spoiling everything. Spoiler so. warning. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or the last three fourth because this will be a yeah, long one, I guess. That's true. Sorry, it's it's more than half. It's yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like three quarters of the episode. <laughs> All right, so. Just starting out here. So we are talking about the first Soldier TGS trailer. I just want to kind of get what your uh, thoughts are about the trailer, if you if you checked it out or not. I thought that it was good. I, I liked they had shown some new gameplay and they did show kind of an extended look at these, um, I guess, sh- Soldier characters. And there was also kind of a scene. There was kind of this film grain uh, like filter over top um, and Hojo was in the scene and some people have been speculating that this is obviously from uh, part two of Final Fantasy 7 remake because it looks similar to the tape recording in Hojo shooting gas or something like that but people said basically that it's not it's him shooting Vincent so there's been some debate about that and for me I'm not sure if it is just directly taken from Final Fantasy 7 remake part two because it looks like it's animated. Like it doesn't look like it's a 3D model to me when I kind of slowed it down and looked at it like closer. I don't know what you guys think, but yeah. So Viz, let's uh, go with you first. Did you get a chance to check this out? I did, but I only watched it once and I, I think I have see, seen a still again later of the Hojo scene. And for me, it's pretty mm-hmm. clear it's when he shoots gas because that the, to the left and to the right, uh, he has normal Shinra infantrymen. So... When he okay. shot Vincent, they were they were alone. Yeah, at least in the original. I don't don't remember the scene in mm. uh, Dirty Serpers exactly, but I think they were alone as well, or maybe with uh, Lucretia or Lucrezia in yeah. the background or something. Mm. Yeah. So for me, it's part two or part three scene material, depending on if we will get two, uh, three or four four pa- uh, parts. And we yeah. already yeah. talked about that <laughs> many many. Episodes ago, when I went on a rant about how <laughs> three parts are almost impossible now, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it's going to be three parts, there's going to have to be pretty big changes to the narrative, oh, yeah. I think. So mm-hmm. th- th- it's going to go one way or the other. It's just wait and see which way it goes. I think four minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four maximum for me. But yeah, <laughs> well, yeah to be fair, if they go beyond yeah. four, they're probably going too far as well. So it probably does have to be four or less. Yeah. So, Sector 6, what did you think about the trailer and about that Hojo scene? Any thoughts at all? Yeah, so, I mean, like, the trailer itself overall was quite interesting. I'm not that much of a, you know, a Battle Royale type gamer. I don't really play those type of games that much. I've I've obviously messed about with them, so Mm -hmm. interest-wise, I'm not overly hyped about it. But one thing I will say is that I, I don't play MMO games and I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV quite a bit recently, so I'm going to give it a chance. It's that Final Fantasy aspect of it. Mm-hmm. As far as the Hojo scene, I'm 100% with Viz on this. It's definitely gassed that's being shot, because on top of the fact that you've got the two Shinra soldiers there either side, yeah. you've also got, if you look at the background, a lot of the panels that are on the wall, they match up pretty much identically with the panels that would have been behind Hojo in that scene. Oh, fair point, yeah. True. Yeah, you've got, like, the red lights on the panels and things oh, cool. like that. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% convinced about that. 
Um, the other things were a bit fun, though. You know, like we had first we had everyone saying that, oh, that's Sephiroth. That's a hundred percent Sephiroth. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to say about that as well later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I, I didn't feel that one. The one that I thought was possible was the last one. Uh, you know, the guy that we see with the black hair who's fighting like a Bahamut type of summon. Mm, uh, mm -hmm. I thought that could have been Angeal, but apparently Namora has come out and just like, no, there's no. There's no characters of importance to the story in yeah. that trailer, apparently. That's oh, what okay. All said. random characters, yeah. Yeah. Also the white-haired one. Yeah, you've got... Is that the one that's on the helicopter? Uh, I, I don't remember. I only remember a still of him where people uh, said, oh, that's young Sephiroth, and I was like... Oh, yeah, uh, that I one. don't think so. <laughs> well, you've got the other one as well. There's a moment where you've yeah. got three soldiers jumping oh, right. the helicopter. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, on the helicopter. And yeah. there was a few hmm. people that were suggesting that they could have been, like, parents of certain people and things like that, but... I, I, Too I, convenient. Yeah, I'm not feeling that. Too fanservice-y. I don't think the timelines match up properly either. Yeah. yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think that works. But yeah. I think it's a stretch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's definitely. A, people, are, people are probably desperate for any Final Fantasy VII remake party <laughs> yeah. news. So it's like, quick, Certainly. that's got to be someone. Yeah. People's justification was that they were yeah. saying that it was Cloud's father, potentially, because yes. he ended up, like, there was no remnants of him left, but they found his... Uh, his clothing. Yeah. So they were talking about degradation or disintegration or whatever. Yes. So they were kind of thinking, hey, this could be Cloud's father and this is Tifa's mother. <laughs> and then that was that was a big stretch for me. But Tifa's mother isn't a fighter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just she 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 had a bit of a change of heart for a bit. She decided to try it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be a soldier. <laughs> yeah. We can take it a little bit further. So this guy's Cloud's father and this is Tifa's mother. And then obviously, so they, you know, had a baby together. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the Chloe crowd. Here we go. And explode. so here's what happened. So <laughs> Yeah, so here we go. So Cloud is actually their love child. And therefore, Tifa's yeah. half-brother. Yes! So there oh, we man, go. The shipping me, uh... wars are now concluded. You're welcome. Lareth wins. You're welcome. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> makes me uncomfortable when thinking on the, of the high wind. High wind. Scene, but, yeah. yeah. We've, we've just gone very Game of thrones eh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, I, I totally agree with you. I don't think that it's applicable to any of the characters, yeah. like, you know, Viz, um, you had said. We do also, though, one more quick thing. We do mm -hmm. also see Hollander and Lucrecia in the trailer as well. So uh, so we've got those crisis that, core characters. Makes being... sense. Yeah, um, I will send you a screenshot in a bit. But there is mm -hmm. a moment where it's kind of looking on the laboratory scene and it looks like something's gone wrong, you know, with one of the pods that the machinoids are in. Oh, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. And yeah. you've got... Hollander kind of facing off to the right, and you can tell it's him because of the hair, 100%. And you see him slightly mm. earlier as well from the back. Uh, but then in the background, it looks like you've got Lucretia as well, just kind of looking at this damaged pod. Um, and everyone seems really downbeat and downheart. And so oh, okay. it'd be quite interesting to know what's going on in that scene. But mm -hmm. it's good that we're getting these crisis core characters worked in, like Hollander. Mm -hmm. it, it is 30 years ago anyway yeah. so that the thing that happened to vincent is around 30 years ago as yeah. well yeah i think we could see it there is a good chance that we will see it and the young hollander fits as well yeah there's a lot of stuff they, they did sneak a lot of stuff in there but it was only up they for did. like a split second you know mm -hmm, what i mean yeah. and yeah it's going to be i don't know how they're going to do it i don't know if it's going to be like a fully 
I don't think it's going to be fully realised in the first soldier. I think it's potentially a hint, like you were saying earlier, to something yeah. that we could see in part two and part three. I definitely think that's going to be the case more than... Or even in, in uh, Ever Crisis, because, yeah. because they said that in Ever Crisis we'll get new stories uh, pertaining to Keep the, uh, the legendary Christ. soldier, yeah. the youth mm-hmm. of the legendary soldier, and also other uh, young, young versions of Shinra employees mm-hmm. of the upper echelons. So Get all them before fits. Crisis characters as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. It'll definitely be good. Uh, I, I'm... But yeah, I think it's going to be more of a minor thing in the first soldier, and we'll focus more on yeah. the actual soldiers, um, you know, in the establishment of that organization. Right. But every now and again, we'll probably get little snippets. That's my guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. Same. Yeah, I think that people were just they they were just kind of excited because they were like, "Oh, part two content yeah. confirmed in." Uh, the first soldier, right? So, like yeah. you said, we're gonna get probably these cutscenes, but I don't think that we're gonna get full fleshed out stories yeah. that potentially are gonna, you know, give us a lot of what we're getting in part two. Just more context, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm excited for this. I'm gonna play it when it comes out. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. And sector, I'm like you. I'm not really into these kind of like brawler yeah. type games. Um, same thing with MMOs. Um. I did play 14 uh, for a bit, but that was on PS3 at the time. Ooh, so the, the I haven't went back oh, to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it first came out and uh, I was paying a subscription, but I, I gave it up. Um, I couldn't just keep up with it. Yeah. It was it was a lot. But but yeah, something like this, I think that I would be you know open to it. And they did announce actually that it's going to have com- controller support, yes. I think, which is exciting right, for yeah. me because I don't want to be holding my phone and playing like that. I, w- I would rather play with a controller. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I don't know how much, you know. Hopefully it does really well and they bring it to console eventually. That's, that's the hope. Uh, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just thinking, I don't know if people who use a controller would have an advantage yeah. compared to people who are playing using Definitely. the on-screen controls, probably. So I don't know how they're going to balance that. But when I saw them announce that, I'm like, okay, good, because this is what I want. Uh, you know, and I, I enjoy playing games with a controller, um, you know, on my phone. And I also have a Mac, so hopefully it comes to, um, like, Apple Arcade, you know, and then I could just actually play it on my screen, which is good, yeah. because you can play apps on on Apple Arcade on your on your Mac, right? So on PC, there's always the option of um, what's it called now? Blue stacks. Blue stacks. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm tempted to give that a go. Yeah, um, I think that actually with Windows 11, um, they are going to be uh, bringing Android apps to uh, Windows 11. Actually, so it, oh. it's not uh, Windows 11 is out now, so you yeah. can download it, but it's not a feature yet. I think it's coming later. I need to change some of the security settings on my PC. It won't let me update. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh boy my computer it says it's too old so unfortunately i can't i'm I'm in the process of like starting to buy computer components because yes. i'm going to start to upgrade slowly but yeah. um you know it's good because i have my mac and it's new and i could just play it hopefully on like i said apple arcade yeah. but hopefully it comes to the android store on windows um because that would be super cool you could play it on your you know a larger screen instead of playing it on your phone i, I would prefer that yeah, i think definitely same yeah so we did get a release date. Well, we got a release month. So yeah. it did. They did say November twenty twenty one. They didn't say the exact day. So here's hoping you know everything's on schedule. I'm excited, like I said, to kind of dive into this. I'll try it. I don't know how much I'll spend on it. 
I was kind of addicted to that uh, terrible Final Fantasy 15 mobile game. With oh, the... yeah. Empire oh my gosh. Is that the Silent yeah, Scroller I... one? The, uh, no, no. It was, no, the, it was uh, like a war. Oh, yeah, the right. war management sim thing. Right. I, yeah, I don't the think war I management. That. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Anyway, I got a like kind of addicted. I, I did drop a few hundred dollars on it, <gasps> and I regret it. So, oh boy. Hyrosis, no. <laughs> <laughs> we got a whale. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. This so basically they're they're banking on me don't playing play Final for a Fantasy soldier. 14. Just, yeah. just don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Even I'm tempted. Did you know that Final Fantasy 14 has a free trial that allow you to play all the way to <laughs> To be fair, with 14, yeah. like really quickly. Like, with it being an MMO, it's not the like the gameplay loop. I just don't enjoy it. I don't like the pacing, you know, for the narrative. Like, you'll go massive chunks of the game doing practically nothing. Run here, talk to this guy, run here, talk to this mm-hmm. guy. But the Final Fantasy aspect and spin of it definitely hooks you in. Like the gold saucer. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I heard about it, yeah. <laughs> it's too much. I can't deal with it. But it is fun. <laughs> if you're a Final Fantasy fan, it is fun. But just mm-hmm. be careful. Don't have your credit card anywhere near you. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like there's any room on my credit card anyway, so <laughs> let's be honest. All right, so we're moving on here. We are talking about Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. So they did announce and immediately release the Trial 2 demo. Um, this is kind of a sequel to the first demo. So it has the visuals have been improved. Um, I think the frame rate was a little bit better. I did play it and there were aspects of it that I enjoyed and other things that I um, didn't really enjoy, things that kind of need improvement. So just to go over everything. So the combat was okay. I thought that, uh, you know, the sword fighting was good. And also they have jobs, which I really like. So you can switch the jobs of Jack, the main character, um, depending on, you know, your drops that you're picking up. So you can pick up a weapon you know, that's like a lance or something, you know what I mean? And then you would change the, it would unlock the next yeah. uh, job for your character once you um, equip that that specific weapon. And I thought that was really cool because it's a good interpretation of the job system and incorporating it in, I think, an interesting way. So basically it's like your customization is pretty much endless, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the other members of your party, I think the AI was pretty bad. They need to um, improve that a lot i think before launch because there were times when i was battling and they were just running around doing nothing you know which i think is a, a common panic. issue <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like not do, not on? initiating yes exactly it was like they were being attacked and they were like help whatever and i'm like get in there and do something like what is happening you know what i mean they're just running around in the back i'm like guys come on oh it's like more work you know it's like just tell them to go away i'll just play it like single player you know without without anyone just like as a you know solo so like kingdom hearts one and two regarding donald oh goofy <laughs> oh my goodness yes it seems like there's a lot of great ideas there's a lot of mechanics i i feel like they need to be refined a little bit better and explained a little bit better like there's there are a lot of text pop-up menus explaining how everything works during the tutorial like in the first demo and you know that's fine you read through them and you try to figure it out and it's kind of like i just want to play so let me try you know what i mean just to kind of learn it as i'm going and i did take time to kind of go through everything and read it so that i understood but there were still things that you know i still didn't get uh 
while I was playing. And I, I didn't finish it, unfortunately. And it ended today, actually, I think this morning at like 10 or 10 o'clock or something. I, I had planned on going back trying to finish it, but I just didn't have any time. But um, I'm I'm into it because I think that it's cool that we're getting, you know, Final Fantasy spinoff. And I think that it's just a hack and slash ridiculous, you know, batshit crazy kind of like, you know, let's just go for it. It doesn't have to make sense. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, and the game is pretty much just a meme at this point. <laughs> and, you know, I'm into it. I, I think I'll, I'll, I'll probably end up buying it and just playing it, whether it's trash or not, because yeah. I just want to play a Final Fantasy, even though it's not like a mainline Final Fantasy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah. like that they're experimenting and they're doing different things like this and I want to support them. It's kind of, it's like a double-edged sword um, because it's like, if I buy it, it's like, if a lot of people buy it, then they're like, oh, they liked it, then they'll make another one, but... We'll make this forever. <laughs> yeah, like, I just mean like, I want them to kind of experiment and continue to do these types of spinoffs, you know, and be open to doing these different like playing with these different ideas that they yeah. have i think that's i think that's good i think it's healthy um but i don't want them to get the wrong message and think that oh you know if it ends up that a lot of people buy it but it's really bad you know they'll just keep making them in this series you know but anyway i'll probably end up getting it i don't know what you guys think i I talked a lot about about it but <laughs> that's, that's fine no, I, I personally i'm i'm not quite sold yet Though I also don't really have the capacity to to care right now because uh, <laughs> next to Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'm, I'm also really engrossed in Trails series. Yes. Yes. Trails in the yes. Sky. I'm playing the first one right now. Already mm -hmm. played Trails of uh, Trails of Cold Steel one and two. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, before going to going or advancing to three, I need to play Sky one, yeah. two, and three. So that's I am exactly going there. to. That is exactly where I am as well. Play oh, one okay. and two, playing Sky now. <laughs> yeah. Still first chapter or for, farther in? First, first. Oh, first chapter here as yeah. well here. It's fun though. I like it. It's it's really fun, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Cold Steel sure. really good. I'm a big fan of Cold Steel. Yeah, same, same. Can't, can't wait to continue it. I love the characters. Yeah. And the NPCs. Yeah, it's just the world. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really world building for sure yeah. definitely so yeah but right now i watched trailers and stuff i haven't played the demo of strangers Par strange paradise but maybe i'll give it a try at some point maybe i'll even buy it and just play it once i don't know depends on how i feel at that point mm -hmm. and dep also depends on when final fantasy 16 will release yes yeah yeah, because if they're coming out next to each other, 16's probably winning my money. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, that, that's about it. Um, what about you, Sector 6? Are you getting it? I'll probably grab it. Or I mean, I'm still one of the filthy, filthy non-PS5-having masses. Uh, so, mm. first, first job is get one of them. Um, although it is apparently going to be available on PS4 when it drops, which oh, I'm a nice. little bit concerned about that because they've not dropped the demo on PS4. So that made yeah. me think it's going to run like a potato. Uh, that, that's <laughs> Probably, yeah. And I'm still on a base PS4. I didn't buy into the Pro or anything like that. I was like, no, no, right. I'll wait until the actual next gen. You know, thinking mm -hmm. they'd be available and on shelves and things like that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. what a fool exactly. <laughs> but yeah remember when we could go to the store and buy oh, something off the shelf good days, good, <laughs> days, good days 
But no, like I, my base PS4 will probably set on fire if I try and run it. Um, so <laughs> Maybe, not, yeah. So I don't think I'm going to push that boat. Uh, I'm not going to push my luck on that one. But yeah, like I am interested in it. It's I don't know. The story just seems so weird. Like you said, it's it's, it's <laughs> practically a meme at the minute. Yes. And, like the 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 one scene that killed me is that video that went around on Twitter yeah. where he's yeah. having a conversation and then he just whips his phone out. Pops some music on and walks off, and then gets outside and turns the music off. Like, what the fuck is this guy? What's wrong with him? <laughs> so yeah, story wise, crazy. Um, it seems like it is going to be the origin story of Final Fantasy One, from what we can see, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yes. And I'm a bit shocked, like we were saying earlier, that Nomura was a bit like, oh, I can't believe they figured that out. It's like, bro, it's obvious. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, the character's name is Jack Garland. So he was upset yeah. Because everybody figured out that he ends up being, like, he's Garland, right? He becomes chaos. Maybe they were just thinking that no one's played Final Fantasy One. Like, it's that long ago, no one's bothered. It's like, no, no, we, we, we know what goes on there, mate. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other four fiends? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. People are speculating that the other party members end up becoming the fiends, and this is Garland who becomes chaos. So it's like the beginning where, you know, this it, these are not the warriors of light. You know what yeah. I mean? That the no, prophecy really, foretold no. <laughs> that are going to break the time loop. This is like the beginning, I guess. But That's why it says origins. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I think that he confirmed the twist live actually on the TGS stream. And then it, it like cut to the panel or something and it showed him after and his face looked pretty pissed. So I don't know if he was upset that everybody figured it out. I think he's going to go rogue soon. Yeah. They probably told him like, Hey, you can't say that. Like you just spoiled the game. Now didn't we have a moment as well with final fantasy seven remake two information that he wanted to put out, but they wouldn't let him put out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I, like seriously, I think we're possibly getting close to Nomura's evil arc. Uh, I think this is possible. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that's, (laughs) it's going to go. Maybe that was revenge. (laughs) (laughs) The shareholders are going to be so mad. Belts everywhere. Yeah. If the game doesn't perform well, they're just going to blame. They're going to blame him now, right? <laughs> He's the scapegoat. <laughs> He's the scapegoat anyway. Oh. I just remember reading as well. His idea for this was he was saying that he had two different ideas and then he decided that he was just going to smush them both together or something like that. <laughs> like that was his idea for this oh, game. No. And I'm like, just because you have two different ideas doesn't mean that, hey, okay, let's just smush them together. And that's that, you know, like it doesn't mean that they would go well together. Remember, Viz, we read this. I think he said it in an article. I don't know. Anyway. From what we can see so far, I think it's got the potential to be so bad it's brilliant. That, that's potentially yeah. where I think we could be. I think it could end up being so narratively bad that it ends up just being phenomenal and people love it. Like, gameplay-wise, I'm intrigued to have a go of it because yeah. it's Team Ninja, isn't it? And, like, I love the Neo it games. Is. Like, Neo games are so good. Yes. Yeah. So, but are you playing that for the story? Or are you playing it for the combat? Or like, yeah, what this are you is playing a, it for. I mean, with Neo, it's kind of a bit of both, but it is mostly the combat, the gameplay, things like yeah. that. Like that's mostly the thing. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, th- I don't know. It could be a brilliant move, just making the narrative so stupid it doesn't matter, and therefore you enjoy it anyway. <laughs> but we'll have to see. It's a weird one. <laughs> Oh, that's for sure, yeah. Maybe it will become chaos meme the game. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm excited actually that it's a multiplayer Final Fantasy. So it's I can like play with my friends yeah. online and they control other party members, which I think is really cool. And it's not just, you know, like Final Fantasy 14, which is an MMO, yeah. which is something completely different. Like I've been saying this for a while, you know, like it would be really cool if we had, you know, an online Final Fantasy game that people could, you know, control the other party members. And I felt like 15 could have, you know, been yeah. kind of developed that yes, way. I don't know. Yes. Kind of going back to like the couch co-op days where you and yeah. your mates would yes. sit there and play for a game. Yeah, I know. What exactly. You mean. Which is I think super cool and yeah. I'm probably uh the most excited for because I can play this, you know, with my friends online yeah. and experience the story together, like you said, like a couch co-op, but it's online. It is also coming up for PC, so but it like you said, it's kind of uh scares me because a little bit because we haven't seen any PC footage. Yeah. <laughs> and they mm-hmm. haven't released a demo on PC, so who knows what this PC port's gonna be like. You know what I mean? Yeah. And same thing with the PS4. We didn't oh, get God. a demo for PS4. And the performance on the PS5 actually was pretty bad. Like the frame rate was really bad. I I don't know if they're gonna be able to um how much optimization they're going to be able to do before this game's supposed to come out, which the dude, uh, sorry, the release date is March 18th, 2022. And that's not that far in no. the future. You know, that's mm-hmm. like what five, five months. months? Yeah. That's not very long. And from what I played, I, I'm not sure if, I don't know, they have a long way to go. And I don't know if five months is long enough. Let's just say that we'll see, but I'm cautiously optimistic I don't know what other games are scheduled to come out in like March, but I hope that, you know, they can get some people on board. But, you know, if there's other games coming out that are, mm. you know, supposed to be really good, I think they're going to have a challenge selling this. Well, this is it as well. If <laughs> you the, know, because I mean, we're going to get 16 at some point, probably in the next year, year and a half. So if they do mm. end up pushing this game back, it could encroach on 16 a little bit. So, yeah, it's an interesting point that you've made there. That's true, yeah. And also, there was a rumor, actually, that um, 7 Remake was yeah. supposed to come out, I think, for PC in February, because I think it was a leak from Epic Games Store, where mm, they had posted right. it on Epic Games Store by an, a- by an accident or something, or somebody had data mined the yeah. script, and Alan Wake Remastered was actually on the list, and that's Ooh. where that leak came from, and that, that game just came out. So people are saying that, you know, that kind of gives proof i guess that it confirms that yeah. this is um you know the truth that it's probably going to drop in february on epic game store well, that so. gives me a little bit of hope then because one theory that i've had is that when they eventually drop remake on pc we're going to get an announcement of part two coming in the next mm. six months to a year mm-hmm. at the same time because it'd be a perfect hype builder dragging the pc crowd as much as possible and then be like oh yeah. and the second sure, part yeah. of this story is on PS5. Do you know what I mean? I I, I can't That's see true. the marketing divisions of these companies passing up that opportunity. I just I just yeah. can't. Well, I'm also like 90, 95% sure that some, sometime during next year they will announce part two, and yeah. then it will be a year until it comes out. Yeah, yeah, like they'll, they'll give it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll give it a year, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I think we might get a trailer. You know, like a like a. Just a teaser, yeah. Or just a couple, like that. just a couple of frames and mm. a title that would do. Like, do yeah. you know what I mean? Just something to be like, it's coming. Brace yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like with God of War, Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh yeah. God, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, same. <laughs> Love the first one. 
Yeah, yeah, big fan. I, like, I, I held off on playing it for a bit, but mainly because it was going to set fire to my PS4. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I eventually so soldiered through, and yeah, what a game. What a game. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, I'm going to pick it up on PC if it does drop on PC in February, because I want to play it obviously like at the highest fidelity possible and i'm going to be upgrading my pc so can you imagine what kind of mods we'll get i know i know i I can imagine i can just imagine but that's it does epic game store have mod support i don't know if do they Um, i'm not sure i I think it's coming out on epic game store people will be able to do it yeah they'll be able to mod it in some way i don't think it's got the same i don't think it's got the same integration like steam does you know like with the workshop but I think you can still do it. You just have to use separate mod loaders and things like that. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Playable Don Corneo. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Jiggle physics everywhere. Yeah. He's got yeah. a fight like Tifa as well. I want to see him <laughs> everywhere. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Body slam attack. <laughs> Tit slap. <laughs> yeah, we all know the first mod oh, that people are going to make. Oh boy. Come on. We, all, we all know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I hate sure. the world. <laughs> well, the uh, very first could actually be a little bit uh, tamer because Tifa's too skinny. So maybe just <laughs> give a little bit more uh, volume to like her yeah. whole body oh that she gosh. doesn't have to look th- those twig arms and legs. I believe the word is thickness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, th- Thickness sounds like too much. It's more like a little bit more realistic for somebody. I've just got a Don Corneo on the mind. Sorry. <laughs> Fair but point. Yeah, I hope that um, I hope that it runs well on PC. I just hope that they optimize it yeah. well. I know that I uh, I bought Borderlands Three on um, Epic Game Store and it did not run very well. Um, I actually stopped playing it because it had like micro stutter- oh, stuttering or whatever, and apparently oh, it was a known oof. issue with Epic Game Store. And I'm like, I'm not rebuying it on Steam, you know. So I just didn't even huh? end up playing yeah, it. Okay, but yeah. Anyway, it's bad that as well because if you play it for so much, you can't refund it, can you? No, so you exactly. Stop. You can't. Yeah, the time ran out. I yeah. couldn't refund it, and. Um, Apparently, this is like a known issue now with with more PC games because there's, uh, I think there's like DRM. Yeah, I was about to say DRM stuff. That was like it yeah. was like that in uh, Resident Evil Village actually yeah. because there were some parts that were, uh, like stuttery, and I think it's because they have this on. It's like always online DRM that is like using a lot of uh, your resources, I guess, like memory and stuff. Yeah, I think Cyberpunk mm-hmm. have just had something like that on Good Oak, uh, you know, on GOG. I think it was a Hitman game that they released, and like yeah. the DRMs just ruined it. Yeah. Was it the Denuvo? Because I heard bad things it about the Denuvo, yeah. Cons- yeah. which constantly yeah. drags down uh, performance. You'd think people would learn, though, because this has happened a lot over the last 10 years or so. You know, with mm-hmm. I mean, EA were doing it 10 yep. years ago with, like, the SimCity games being online only, and if your internet connection goes down, unlock <laughs> it. You're not playing the game. And it's just madness. You'd think they'd learn. Yeah, it's just the performance hit, right? It's just, for me, it's kind of yeah. like, okay, I bought this game, and I, you know, I want to support the developers, and... You know, I'm not pirating it, but it should run on my computer. Uh, you know, obviously yeah. it's really hard to optimize for so many different graphics cards, so many different P- like CPUs and everything. I understand, but you know, I love that we got piracy in yeah. there as well. It's a hot topic <laughs> at the minute. Naughty <laughs> Kotaku, naughty. 
All right, guys. So here we go. We are moving on. We are talking about episode intermission spoilers. So we're quickly just going to go over, I guess, our, um, you know, likes and dislikes, if any, for each individual um, category here. So we're talking about gameplay first. So I really love the gameplay. I thought it was awesome. Um, I really appreciated the synergized attacks. And I have said this before. So I think that they they added this new element of gameplay because they were testing the hardware, but also I think we're testing just for to see like what they would be able to kind of bring to the table for part two. So I'm hoping that this is going to be an extension of the uh, combat system in part two. And we're going to see this kind of expanded even more. Yeah, I loved the ranged aspect of Yuffie's combat style, like throwing and calling back the shuriken and, you know, at command and then using the ninjutsu elemental attacks. I loved that. Um, I did feel that it kind of made materia a little bit redundant. So the magic materia, like the spells. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because you could just use the ninjutsu to exploit, you know, enemy weaknesses. So I didn't really find myself using or equipping, you know, magic materia like you know elemental spells kind of i thought that the aiming could have been better especially that uh that box mini game or whatever i don't know if you guys oh yeah <laughs> that 100 i did and it took me a long time and i hope that mini game dies a very horrible death and we never see it again <laughs> I did not go on yeah, in the story. For a while, but... I told this. I'm like, I am not. What I'm not going on until I finish this. Like, I'm not letting this mini game defeat me. I will yeah. defeat. Yeah, yeah. I will. Even though the it, reward was like an EXP <laughs> materia, which I guess is, you know, it's good for. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. So, yeah. but I was like, I don't care. I'm not letting it defeat me. You know. So I just kept doing it, and I did <laughs> learn the patterns. And but the thing is, is like I had to memorize where the camera was going to go as well. And what to aim on when and what to, to kind of turn the aim, like the auto aim, you know, lock on. I mean, the lock on, uh, what yeah, when to turn yeah. that on, turn it off, whatever, and memorize the patterns. It was really annoying. Anyway, I just said here in the notes, dear God, whoever made this, please fix it. I said, F <laughs> that mini game. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it took me like two days to beat it. But anyways, I said that aerial combat is improved. I hope that it's you know, similar in part two, where they improve on it even more. And Fort Condor was amazing. I think that that was probably my favorite part, I think. I mean, I love the, obviously, being able to play as Yuffie and learning more about, you know, her, what, this new story that was added, like, what it, what was she doing throughout the events of the game? Because we don't necessarily know, because in the OG, you know, she's a side character that you can miss, and then there, yep. you know, she just happens to, you know, uh, you just get in a random, you know, battle with her, and then she steals your materia, and you're like, who is this person? What's going on? And also, you know, Wutai is completely missable. So I did appreciate, you know, this extension of the, I guess, her as a character and some backstory there, uh, you know, of the events that were happening, what she was going through during the events of the the, the OG um, I thought that was super cool so and yeah Fort Condor was awesome I love this take of the minigame and I feel like this is the best iteration um, and I'm hoping that it makes an appearance maybe in part two or I don't know if it will or not but I'm sure there there will probably be like a reference to it I don't know if we'll we'll see it like actually be able to play it again but maybe 
anyway, yeah. I do think the Fort Condor thing is going to come back. I think you are going to get your wish on that one. But I kind of feel like this Fort Condor minigame is basically a training for the actual Fort Condor mission that we're going to do. Probably at right. around the point if the huge material mm-hmm. hunt happens. The latest, because yeah. Because in the yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to be like it is in the OG where you're running forwards and backwards no, to Fort Condor no, to get no a few potions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was horrific. <laughs> I think that's why people kind of hated it so much. Because it does, I mean, I quite enjoyed it, but a lot of people dislike the original Fort Condor minigame. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think we will see it, but later, right. later. Do you know what I mean? And there is a possibility that the minigame stays in, you know, sort of like Triple Triad. Mm. You can challenge I'd people out yeah. in the world. Yeah, that would be quite fun. But, yeah, that, 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 I just wanted to jump in and say that. Sorry. No, that's <laughs> great. Yeah, I know. I totally agree yeah. with you. Although, if you really think about it, this uh, this game was only brought to the slums because of because Chadley yeah. wanted to uh, right. like find someone who could um, beat him and then also learn how to um, like learn more about about how yeah. the Wutines would mm. um, like react or strategize. That's true for such such a battle, mm. like get intel so to speak. So. Um, yeah, maybe it's might not see it out in the world. <laughs> maybe yeah. not. Yeah, maybe it, I don't know what what Chadley's deal is. It's it's oh, hard to say. We'll definitely have to talk about Chadley. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, um, are are you through with uh, your yes. pros and cons, Kai? Yes. Okay, good. So, oh yeah, let's 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 uh, get sector six's um thoughts out first so with me i've obviously still not got that ps5 so i've not <laughs> played it but i have spoiled myself on everything so as far as the gameplay goes i'm not 100 percent on like what kind of changes have been implemented but from what i've heard from everybody it's very much them kind of testing the evolutions that they want to put into the battle mm-hmm. system for part two that's that that makes the most sense 100 percent. so mm. I, I definitely think that's going to be the case um but yeah, on the gameplay, I've not really got too much to contribute. I liked the combo mm-hmm. attacks and things like that. Um, some of those look really cool, and it'll be good because it kind of hints that we're going to see things like that in part I hope so, two. Yeah. Um, especially with so in Advent Children, you have the dynamic between Red Thirteen and Kate Sith, where Kate Sith kind of basically rides around on Red Thirteen. Yeah. If they are going to implement Kate Sith into combat in some way, I think that mm. is potentially going to be the most sensible way to do it. So we, you know, we could see a lot more combo attacks and party members linking up with each other and everything. And I think that'd be brilliant because the combat system would definitely suit that mm-hmm. kind of thing as well. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, quite hyped for that. But yeah, on the gameplay, I've not really got too much, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, then I'll jump in with uh, some things. Um, as you said, combat improvements have been made a lot. And especially for Yuffie, there was no issue regarding uh, air, mid-air battles. Yeah. So her her air battles are almost perfect, I think, because you can do whatever you mm-hmm. want. If you want, you can just air juggle the enemy all the way or just keep in the air all the, all the time if you do it right. So there's... There's so much nuance to her her combat that many people say that she's almost OP right now. If he, if her current 
gameplay would be just port one to one to part two, mm-hmm. and the other's not accurately um, like brought to her level. So it's maybe she'll uh, get nerfed in some way. I really hope not. I really hope she stays the same and the others get mm-hmm. more receive more interesting gameplay as well. Like get elevated to almost the same uh, status, so to speak. And it could be a case that she doesn't join up with us mm. for a while. So maybe we keep seeing her in the narrative, like we potentially see her at Fort Condor or something like that. But she doesn't maybe join up with us until later on in the Wu-Tai section mm. that we're, I think we're definitely going to get. And by that point, everyone will have been brought up to her standard, maybe. It is possible. However, I kind of don't see her joining later than Fort Condor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd prefer her earlier rather than later, definitely. Yeah, because there's there's so much uh, with her to do in uh, Junon and Costa del Sol and all the other parts. Yeah. But oh yes, Costa may- del Sol. Yeah, and especially when she's been introduced now, also in gameplay, yeah. and then we don't see her until I don't know how mm. how far down the line. That would just feel weird. So she, I, yeah, I think she'll be introduced during the first third of uh, part two or something. Mm. That's just my guess. Could. Could happen anything. In the forests around Fort Condor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, something the around there. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere around there for sure. And speaking of Fort Condor, I also I, I I loved that one. It's it was just so much fun to go through. Sometimes I uh, I kind of hit the road roadblock like mm-hmm. wedge the first time. Yeah, same. Like lost like three or four times, but then went to sleep, and on the next day I just beat him uh, first try. Yeah. But other than that, I had a blast with that. Easily the the most hours I put into Fort Condor, comparatively. Yeah, Ch- Chadley on hard mode was difficult. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I did on hard him, mode, but it took was, me a while. Yeah. He, he's, he's a beast there. On, on normal mode, I beat him first try. It was close, but I beat him first try. Nice. Hard mode, uh, I don't know. I I think... I didn't quite look it up, but I started watching a video to like get like a spark what I did. Of, of an idea. And then I, uh, as soon as I saw something, I just uh, cut the video and uh, tried something myself because I just needed to to think a little bit differently than yeah. I. Uh... Yeah, change the perspective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I, I had too many uh, units which cost too much. Yeah, that was me. At the end, I just had like units that cost like two like all all those twos those those little little yeah. guys i had in there and a um a hound guard uh, guard yes. dog and just just went nuts on on the first outpost with guard dog and the others just, yeah that's what i did yeah. same strategy and and with uh with the the, the magic spells as well oh yeah just, i did it, the same thing yeah you just had to get rid of the first outpost really fast, and then mm-hmm. it's easy to target the main one, and the second outpost you can completely ignore. And then it's it's pretty easy. That's pretty easy, yeah. It's, you still need to, to watch what you're doing, but still mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's comparatively easy. All the other attempts, uh, I failed miserably. <laughs> like, the first minute was, was, was okay, but in the end, he just had the upper hand with so many units on the field. It was just not, not funny anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, other, other than that, I kind of also like the Happy Turtle side quests 
not really just running around, but finding the things and kind of the humor in in uh, some of them, like trying to. So not... that's the one that's kind of like the equivalent of Turtle Paradise, isn't it? Kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, finding the flyers, and yes. the, the best one was dog trying to not wake up the dog. I I, I found that <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I'm glad that they used the dog because, like, when you play yeah. through Integrate, right? Like the dog doesn't really do anything. No, so it's just there. Yeah, I liked that. I thought yeah. that was cool. And was it uh, was an opportunity to include Marl again? That's fine. That was yeah, cool. exactly. I think she's a great character. Yeah, for sure. She's one of one of uh, she's so sassy. Top, I don't know, top six, top five, or something for me. It's really good. <laughs> of the new, at least yes. new ones. Yeah. And also the the music, dear lord, the music. It's. Uh, <laughs> It just keeps getting better and better. Her battle edit, I, th- I think there's not a single player or fan of the game that doesn't love the battle edit of, of Yuffie's theme. Mm-hmm. It is just so good. And the atmosphere in um, during Nero's battle, it's, it's so creepy. I think they just nailed it with the music again. Yes. Also regarding Happy Turtle. Yeah, it's, when you watch that fight, it comes off really... Really like, like you were saying, like a dark atmosphere. Yeah, like they did a really good job because in Dirge of Cerberus, he kind of comes across as really a bit weird and mm. cheesy and corner. Yeah, and they've kind of flipped that and made it work. And yeah, I was a big fan of that. Yes, for sure, for sure. Also, the lighthearted uh, parts. Like the Happy Turtle had like five or six iterations versions of the song. Yeah, like the the normal ones at the the old snapper, and then the the, the mm-hmm. five. Or what was it? No, six six posters. The, the, I think there were, and even even one uh, with um, the singer of those Devil May Cry songs, the Shooty HQ or H, I think it's called. It's uh, the, the the metal version. I love that mm. one. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. Ah, uh, there's there's just so many there's <laughs> so many good things, and I I also really liked that they made sure. Uh, how the timelines are connected. Like, when Yuffie enters Sector 7, where the others are. Like, mm-hmm. that yeah. Cloud and Aerith also just entered Sector 5 proper. And uh, when, when they went for the um, Jinra HQ, that the others were also just sent to the sewers. Yeah. Like, with the cutscene, uh, with, with the intermission cutscene, kind of, uh, with the Reeve. And seeing Barrett and Tifa come back and stuff, it was I think it was brilliantly made. Just yeah, they did a they did a really good job of weaving it in yeah, with yeah. the events that actually take mm-hmm, place yeah. in like the main narrative. Yeah, they did a really good job of that because everyone's out of the way when they need to be out of the way, mm. but they're there when they need. They, yeah, it works exactly, works. exactly. And Jessie's just there recuperating for from her uh, injury, and oh man. Roche, <laughs> I love seeing him oh, there. God. It's so so funny. He's such such a weird weird one. Yeah, it was great seeing him again. <laughs> oh, Roche. yeah, just integrating all all the side characters again. Yeah, it was definitely good to see a lot of the characters dotted around the area, and it, it, they did it in a way that made sense as well for the most mm-hmm. part. Like there was. There wasn't really a moment like even Roche. You're not thinking like, why is he here? Because it makes sense that he's there. He's looking for Cloud. 
So yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, they've done a good job of making it all fit together. Like definitely. I just had a thought. Why oh, didn't we, we see Biggs? Or why why didn't Yuffie see Biggs? Because it's the only one who survives in remake. The other ones don't, and apparently don't. So Yuffie saw the other ones. So she has interactions with Jesse and Wedge mm. in Intermission. And in part two or three, she has interaction with Biggs. Because that's still to come. The others probably not. That's just like the thought I had right now. Mm. The reason why... Well, she sees Biggs, but doesn't interact. So she doesn't really have... There's a lot of weird stuff going on with Biggs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, definitely... Yeah. A, there's, a, there's a plan with Biggs, 100%. Yeah. Because, I mean, you've got, like you were saying, him seemingly surviving at the end mm. of Remake. You've got him not really being someone that Yuffie meets. You've got the revelation in A Trace of Two Pasts that... Yeah, right, right. That's, that was a big one. Uh, sorry, not the nursery, the orphanage. Yeah. And so he owns, he bailed that orphanage out because the previous owners were basically abusing the children there and selling them and things mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So he bought it out and took over it. So he's kind of like got a savior thing going on there. Yeah, and he he, he even protected Aerith back then when he, uh, he also was just yeah. a child there, yeah. So there's a lot going on with Biggs and I, I, I've not really got a clue where they're going with it. But there's something like yeah. hundred. It, it, it definitely warrants more attention, I mm -hmm. think. And definitely. isn't also he who has has a sister? We see or can talk to Endurance Cerberus in the train graveyard because the, the, there's a sister that talks about the brother uh, who she lost in the platefall. It could be Wedge or Biggs, mm. but I'm kind of feeling it's Biggs because uh, Wedge al already has a brother. Yeah, yeah. But mm. called Quedge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> he even was meant to appear in the Honeybee Inn, but they cut it. They cut it that whole Aww. part with Palmer Aww. as well. But that's why they included Palmer again in the at the mm. Honeybee Inn to kind of uh, make a throwback to that cut content. Oh right, yeah. Oh, you've got me thinking about Biggs now. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> no, there's definitely something. Yes, yeah. yes, for sure, for sure. Well, back to it. Back, back, back to the pros, yeah. Um, <laughs> also, Yuffie's portrayal in general, I, I really loved it. I've heard also so many people say that they weren't sold on Yuffie back then in the original. She was kind of annoying at times and a little bit underused and just had this one side quest and was sometimes a little bit um, one-dimensional. I don't quite agree because if you really pay attention, she has more than just mm -hmm. this one quirk to her, especially in certain yeah. scenes. Um, for example, when Aerith dies, she just goes off the rails and cries and runs away. Right. So the, the especially if you play through the Wu Tai storyline yeah. as well, you get a lot of stuff mm -hmm. there. Yeah, yeah, there as well. Yeah, she, she's she's more than that. But the original just had two little opportunities to make her shine. Yeah, really. And this intermission just uh, bl uh, has blown it out of the water, in my opinion. She's she kind of seems like this this just a quirky girl that um, thinks she she owns the world and stuff at the beginning, but then you, you just learn more about it, more her, her softer side and inner side, especially when mm -hmm. uh, when she's uh, interacting with uh, Sonon and sometimes showing a little bit of her uh, more vulnerable side, especially when he meets his end. It's it's really well made, I think. Yeah. So they're they're they've they've been laying. Great groundwork for part two, mm -hmm. I think. But that also brings me to cons. 
Um, just starting with that, Shinra HQ entry and exit. Oh God! I think I've yes. I've mentioned that somewhere else. I'm I don't remember where. Maybe mm-hmm. even on on our spoiler free uh, episode of this, or also on on a um, uh, baby seal episode. I think I mentioned this as well. Oh, possibly. Yeah, yeah. probably uh, the the one where you were there as well with. Uh, um, it, it was just insane the way it went down, though. Yeah. Like, just walking in. Yeah, just, just walking in. <laughs> nobody gave, gave a damn. And oh, I don't know. And and she just runs out. Nobody really... Yeah. That's Coming nice. in blood. You know? Yeah. Just, she already looks wu with all the get-up and stuff. Mm-hmm. But oh. nobody cares. It's just, what? What? How? <laughs> Sonon as well. She, yeah. With the staff and stuff. And also the the, sh- the shoulder pads, the same that uh, the the old uh, Wu Tine warriors back then in Zack's days, Zack and Sephiroth's days wore. So it's uh, I don't know. It's it this really bothered me. It was very much an oversight. Yeah. I, I feel that's yeah. why I feel that chapter two was rushed, like story wise, was pretty much rushed. Yeah. Maybe they had more planned or wanted to like elaborate on certain things a little bit more. But yeah. I think the the start and the end were quite rushed. It was it was good with uh, this whole Scarlet thing in um, in the, this this uh, materia uh, section. How do you call this materia uh, laboratory or something? Mm-hmm. This whole like three, four, or five story part, and the whole testing site as well. I think this this was uh, made very well. Especially in terms of gameplay, I think it was fun to play through. A little bit repetitive towards the end, but still, I, I think uh, was was well made. Others might disagree. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, just this this introduction and then the ending. It was, was just too quick, way too quick. Yeah, from what I've seen of it, it definitely seems like the pace just goes into overdrive yeah, towards yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. To me, it seemed like when I was playing it, I just felt like they knew that they were coming and they wanted them there. Like, that was my understanding of why, like, their entry yeah. and exit, it, it was, like, expected. You know what I mean? Maybe they had intel From or something and Scarlet, was expecting probably, them. But, but not the reporters, not the other low employees, not the, the mere infantrymen. I don't think they are in the loop. Yeah, I would have thought the guy on the door would have had a few questions. Yeah. It's like, oh, excuse me, what? what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? Hmm. Although, to be fair, they were in, um, there was, was, was a commotion going on anyway. There was loads of journalists yeah, there, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, there were okay. uh, mumblings about, about Platefall, I think, or something, or, or like a terrorist attack yeah. uh, was yeah. announced. So... Yeah. Yeah, Shimmer were putting that narrative out. Yes, there. yes, for sure. For sure. Suppose it'd suit them to have a Wu Tai like military member running around the tower because they can be like, look, Wu Tai were involved yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah, maybe, yeah. It, it it still felt weird because the reaction it just did. wasn't there. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, from what I saw of it, it was like, no way are they just letting these people run in and out of the building? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Although did didn't one infantryman kinda Catch their, their site like uh, wanted to to go there uh, to go to Ufi, or was it just just to um, to grab the jour- journalist who wasn't supposed to be there? Because I remember Sonon uh, grabbing Yuffie and taking her uh, 
nudging mm-hmm. her away. Yeah, I think it was for the journalist, but they needed to quickly move, yeah. otherwise they were probably going to be caught mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Oh, right, because the, the journalist was was already uh, nagging think... them. Yeah, true, true. But yeah, it's 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 weird. So I think they fo- they entirely focused on Scarlet. Scarlet was uh, the main villain in that mm-hmm. that segment. I feel so. That's that's why the parts where she was uh, around and on on the stage, so to speak, those parts were fine and paced pretty well. But after she leaves and before she appears, I think it's pretty much rushed, like as as if they just had the framework and needed to fill the gaps and didn't have time to elaborate mm. enough. That's how I how I felt playing it. Yeah, they knew where they wanted to be. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And while while I liked uh, Solon's end and the portrayal it was a little bit of on the nose, but I think how it happened was a bit too too quick. But the whole hmm. uh, sequence itself was was fine. Just the before and the after was a little bit yeah rushed. And then uh, she sees plate fall, cries, fade to black. And then no, she's Vincent. just there on the chocobo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a little jarring, just the tone. And I've read this yeah. online as well, I think on the Reddit, or it was on a YouTube comment, somebody was saying the same thing, that it was a little jarring where... You know, it was like a blood-curdling mm. scream, sadness, like whatever, you know, fade to black. And then, oh, <laughs> it's Just like you're about. supposed to forget everything. Yeah, like... Well, they've said that they leave at roughly... So she leaves Midgar at roughly the same time that the party yeah. does. So she's probably had like a day swanning around, Yeah, you know, getting things sorted. It would have been interesting to see a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the thing is, um, the theory I have is that Sonon... He was. Uh, he told us that that he is. He was uh, scouting out Wall Market, and what is in mm. Wall Market? Chocobo Sam, mm. and the, oh, the yeah. Chocobo she, uh, Yuffie rides has the same um, right. harness uh, that Chocobo Sam's Chocobos have. So she probably remembered Sonon saying something about Wall Market. Went there, searched around, found the Chocobos. Maybe even Sonon's exit strategy. I don't know. Maybe they talked about it off screen. Yeah. And then she took one, and that's why she is ahead. She took the chocobo, and the others just walked for quite a while. Yeah. Sure, they had they had uh, chocobo Billy, but chocobo Bill, Billy is the small one. Mm-hmm. But they they uh, stopped. They stop at calm, and Yuffie doesn't because she's still on the chocobo when she's overlooking the marsh. And yes, I'm still ninety nine point nine percent sure that she's overlooking the marsh, the solar marsh. Mm. So yeah. Well, that'd be interesting. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at right now, and that's why she. Yeah, yeah. It it depends what what she does afterwards. She she probably also has to like mm-hmm. find somewhere to sleep to stay. Maybe she finds Fort Condor, stays there for for a little bit, and that's where we uh, find her or something. Maybe she she uses it at the base for a while, and we meet her outside in the woods. Well, this is one thing I really strongly expect. Like. Because I don't think those characters from Avalanche that were in Sector 7 will have been there when the plate fell. So, you know, like GJ. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're, uh, they're out, of, out of Sector 7, definitely, yeah. And I think they're going to be at Fort Condor. So it would make sense definitely for Yuffie yeah, to be true. there as well. Yeah, sure. that's yeah. that's that's a good, good, good point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like that idea. And I'm pretty sure that they that they want to leave Midgar for good because after all this uh, Sector 7 debacle, I don't think they want to stay any longer because yeah. Shinra's on their things clothes. got a bit matter yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> definitely for sure there are issues <laughs> yeah yeah 
and they're not in in sector five either. Sleep, uh, was it sleep disease or or was it Mo's um, theory that they saved Biggs, brought him to sector five? Oh yeah, yeah. To the orphanage, and that's why I can't remember who it was. That's Mo's theory that he notices that none of the children talks or none of anybody involved with the orphanage talks to to us or there's no npc chatter in chapter 14 none whatsoever mm. not the children not the teachers mm. they don't say anything but before all of them say say uh, something even in um chapter 13 when we return to erith's mm-hmm. home to elmira and we circle back round to Biggs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's definitely going to play into this expanded avalanche Wu-Tai storyline, though. Yes, there's, for sure. There's got to be some connection there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's there's a lot going on. That's what I like. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's different layers of... You can go as deep as you want and you'll find something new at each kind right? of level. And yeah, so I really crazy. enjoy it. Yeah. Especially with this avalanche, because that was one of the big things in the original game. Like, not so much avalanche, but Wu Tai's story. Mm-hmm. So much potential there that they couldn't, you know, they, they just couldn't use it in the original game, whether that was technical limitations or time limitations. Mm-hmm. And they've got that opportunity now to really flesh it out. And yeah, I'm, I'm expecting big things from that side thread. Yes. For sure. I can see Barrett being heavily involved in it as well. Mm-hmm. I think it'll give him a bit more to do because like in the original game, once you get past Coral, well, once you get past Cosmo Canyon, Barrett for the most part is done. Uh, Red 13 as well. Realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Red 13 yeah. as well. A lot of characters just drop off on that first disc. Like they have mm. their full character art pretty much mm. and that's it. Whereas this Avalanche Wu-Tai thing definitely extends Barrett's storyline right. yes, much right. further. Sure. And Yuffie's. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I hope we get more for Nanaki, like with with yes. uh, Hojo, and I hope they mm. they, they somehow introduce uh, Dine in a in in a way, maybe not in person, but like include that arc from um, yeah. Before Crisis. I've seen a few people saying as well that they want to see the inclusion. What what were the names? Now there was two different versions of Red Thirteen. Oh was yeah, it the Indi- Indigo and, and that's it. Indigo fourteen, Cobalt. And Cobalt fifteen, or the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen a few people suggesting we might see them. I'm not too sure about that one, but it would be interesting, you know, as a little nod to that bit of cut content. Maybe, but I think they said they they would have had to introduce it in Midgar yeah. already. So I don't think that's... yeah, much earlier. Yeah, much earlier. It, it also would would kind of dilute the whole clones thing which is reserved for um for the black yeah we've got to keep that yeah Yeah, we've got to keep that uh all right i have two uh very small cons and then i think we can uh go on to the next part so you you both probably remember busting boxes in this uh factory with uh yufin sonon it's still chapter one where you just uh we could, could uh yeah. Kill so many boxes, or kill, destroy so many boxes on the, <laughs> yeah. while on the conveyor belt, and there's 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 like a score at the end, but nothing comes of it. No trophy, no nothing. I just why did I do this? <laughs> it was fun, but still, I yeah, kind of kind of bummed me out. I was annoyed because I couldn't get them all. Yeah, same. <laughs> and then you couldn't retry. Like it was just yeah, 
yeah, yeah just replay a chapter, way. but mm-hmm. yeah. And there was the, there was even a um, a note from uh, Gigi at, at the beginning. If oh, you right. like go to, go to the side to the left before mm-hmm. you um, start the game. And also, some probably didn't experience that on 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 some streams or let's plays. I didn't see it, but I had a glitchy Moogle cloak. In, uh, with uh, in, in some scenes when Yuffie ha- oh, went really? in, into certain poses, her Moogle cloak glitched out and uh, like shivered a little bit, like jumped. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Between frames, it, jumped like, around. It was like shaking, shivering, kind of yeah, like, yeah. awkwardly. Oh no. It's, it's it's a little bit weird, but that's about the only uh, visual mm-hmm. glitch I experienced. I think it was not 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 really much else. Maybe the occasional clipping, but that's unavoidable. There's always clipping somewhere. Yeah, this is it. You always get that. <laughs> yeah, it did look really like graphically. It looks on point. Yeah, like there was oh, very for sure, few yeah. issues from what I saw. Nothing like we got in remake with like the door and the yeah. background textures. <laughs> Things like mm-hmm. that. So yeah, it makes me hopeful that remake part two is going to look absolutely oh, yeah. astonishing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Hyped for that. Yes, definitely. Uh, anything from your side, sector six, or are we good for the next part? Um, I mean, other than everything that we've kind of covered there, like with not playing it, it's a bit tough for me to properly formulate, true, true. you know, a complete opinion mm-hmm. on it. But a lot of the things that I've taken from it, narrative wise. It just seems like it's expanding on the characters that maybe didn't get as much time right. as they could have done, and the story threads that didn't get as much time as they could have done in the original game. And I am a hundred percent here for that. Uh, and from everything that I've seen, the execution on it was mm-hmm. just phenomenal in comparison to say Dirge of Cerberus or something yeah. like that. So it's it's given me a lot of confidence going forwards that we're not only going to get a really substantially upgraded version of the original mm-hmm. but we're also going to get a lot of expansion in areas where they might have wanted to do but they, they couldn't yeah. back then mm. yeah so i it, yeah and it's like i say i think you said it earlier Kai, it's a test for the ps5 mm-hmm. you know what i mean to get used to doing the things on the ps5 and see what what the machine's capable of and judging by what everyone's you know what i've seen everyone do on it yeah, we're, we're going to have a fun time yeah. over the next few years with Final <laughs> yeah. Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, yes. Yes. I agree with everything that you said. I feel like the Avalanche HQ members were a little underutilized. I feel like they could have used them a little oh, bit true. more. But I did appreciate them as characters. I thought they were cool. And, uh, you know, I, I hope we see them again. And I think that's... Oh, 100%. We already talked about that, obviously. Yep. You know, maybe they got out before, you know, the plate fell and, you know, they're at Fort Condor. And that would make sense for continuity with mm. the with the storyline yes. as well. With Yuffie and, you know, they already met. They have that camaraderie kind of. So it would make sense. And I hope we see them mm. again. I hope that... I, I'm sure we will. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I just hope that they're not kind of like throwaway characters and... I hope not. At least one or two of them. Yes. At the very least, I think we'll see one or two of them. I don't mean like storylines or whatever, but just, to, you know, for the continuity to, to see them again, maybe yeah. chat with them a little bit as NPCs and maybe that's it. But yeah. it yeah. feels like, you know, what you did in Intermission, you know, it's it continues into into part two and, um, you know, and, and Yuffie reacts 
you know, differently because of like everything that's happened. You know what I mean? And mm. it continues. It's not mm. just like, you know, they're there for a purpose and then they've served their purpose and they're never seen or heard from again. And then you're just conveniently supposed to forget that that happened. And then, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, kind of read between the lines and make things up in your mind, I guess. And it's just like, no, just tell us, you know, like, I want to see that. <laughs> it will also feel very weird uh, if if they introduce those characters specifically in uh, in intermission in only one chapter, and then they're forgotten completely. Yeah. Never again. Mm. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. would be just weird. It's the DLC, and if they introduce characters there, yeah. even if they're side characters, but still integral to the whole av- avalanche exactly. arc, they need to appear again. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Yeah, I love Sonan as a character. I'm really sad about his demise. I I. Just, I thought it was really well done. Um, also, Deep yeah. Ground, you know, uh, Nero, also, I felt like he was, it was a better characterization of Nero than yes, uh, the compilation. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was an improvement, you know? Um, yeah. And that part was scary. It was creepy for me, mm. you know? And that battle was, was um, it was epic. It was, they did a really good job, so... I also think so- something that that remake really has going for itself is show don't tell. They have yes. they they do so many things just with visuals, with um, mm-hmm. facial expressions, with uh, gestures, with little v- words. Yeah, like so- something. I think it's um, uh, Phil Hartshorn who who uh, who said it a couple of times on certain oca- uh, several occasions that. When you meet Nero first time, or when when they talk to each other just before the fight begins, uh, Yuffie asks him, "Hey, aren't they? Aren't your team? Why are you killing them and stuff?" And he just says, "Team, there are no teams uh, in Deep Ground." Yeah. It's just they, they do, he doesn't need to to start the villain speech. He just says that, and that says all. You don't need to to uh, to bump the um, the player over the head with some explanations and backstory mm. or whatever. Just just uh, say what you need to say, and that's that's good. Like multi-layered dialogue, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so moving on here, we are going to talk about what I don't know how you want to pronounce it. Vice, Vice, Vice. Vice. Some people say yeah. Weiss. Um, Chadley and Hojo. So Viz, you can start us off with this. Gladly. So, first of all, there's digital replication in VR. I don't think this concept has been done before in... Well, it did in, in, in Crisis Core, I, I guess, with mm-hmm. the, the VR uh, missions yeah. where they recreated uh, Sephiroth in there, Yeah, even. So, there's something there, but this, this was just uh, like a projection, not really. Here, it's much more. It's, it's like copying whole being with all the emotions and stuff into VR. Right. And then improving on it, as uh, Chadley said. Hmm. But that's also very interesting that when you beat Vice, you see Hojo for, uh, for a few seconds. As if he knows, or this, this digital replication knows about Dirge of Cerberus. As memory, their memories of Dirge of Cerberus are in there. So again, mm-hmm. we are in the memories of the live stream, and this all already happened. So all the, the, those memories are already around, and Chadley probably knows that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's 
the, the more we find, the more it goes on, the more uh, we see and experience nothing of my main theories uh, are like crushed. They are rather reinforced, I feel. Yeah. So this is uh, feels good, but also I don't know. It's uh, still really hard to predict all those th those things where it where it mm. leads and stuff. But it's it's great. I, I think definitely something there. Yeah, hundred. It, it also makes it so is... much sense because the the main concept of Final Fantasy VII is memories, mm -hmm. live stream memories, and li cycle of life and stuff. So just digging into the, those themes, those concepts, the lore is is I think it's perfect to do. And not just introduce something new like time travel and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I I think that's that's really what's going on. It's still for me right now. Chadley is the, the biggest question mark. Mm -hmm. He knows stuff. He has ties to the future. And yeah, it's 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 weird. No, he is he's definitely a very dodgy dodgy guy, Chadley. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's something, there's something, I mean, like when you're playing through the original game, you kind of get the vibe that he's, no, not the original game, yes. remake. Yeah. You get the vibe that there's something not right with him. And mm. then when you finish all of the VR battles, you yeah. kind of realize like, oh. Yeah. So you so you basically robo-hojo that. Yeah, he's, he's a cyborg, yeah. <laughs> First but of then all. going forwards, when you see him in intermission, yes. there's a completely different slant on him. It's like he's a lot, he's a lot darker and a lot more... More, more much more calculating, yeah, yeah. yeah like this as well. is this is what makes him scary as well. Because can you imagine if Hojo was not a crazy, crazy madman, you would yeah. be a lot more dangerous. And this is kind of what we're getting with Chadley potentially. Yeah, I've got a good point there. I haven't thought about this. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point actually. Because I mean, Hojo's Hojo's big problem is that he's just a bit absolutely crazy <laughs> and. There's not really a major. There is. He does have plans and schemes and things like that, mm. but there's not an overall coherent plan. He just kind yeah, of goes he's... with it to a certain extent. He has a lot of chaos inside of him. Yeah. Oh, whereas Chadley comes across as just as conniving and manipulative, but much more reserved as well mm. and more in control of what he's doing. And yeah, I've, I have weird feelings about Chadley. Almost not like Sephiroth. <laughs> Yes, yes, a hundred percent, hundred percent. There's a lot more to learn about Chadler. Oh yeah, there's a lot more. there certainly is. There certainly is. And yeah, I I, I really hope we get uh, more Zviet, um revelations in the future. Not the revelations, reveals. I mean, mm -hmm. like yeah. not not just through Vice's uh, battles stances or uh, battle um, tactics. Is it phase two where he uses um, Azul's gun? I think it was phase two. And phase three, mm -hmm. he uh, he uses like this double sword like uh, Rosso does. I'm not sure what order it is, but I know he rotates. Yeah, he, he rotates. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But that makes sense because be even in lore, he can use the. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, he, he has the uh, skills and the abilities of the others, except huh? Shelk, yeah, he can. I'm sure, there's one that he hasn't, yeah. But he can't. No, he has also Shelk's S and D ability. That that as well. But he doesn't have what Nero has. Like Nero and him are polar opposites. They don't have anything from each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But other than that, he has the abilities from the others as well. So, yeah. I do think there's a good chance we will see yeah. at least hints of the Sviets again. Mm. I mean, we might not see him in as much of a an exposed way as we've just seen with Vice and Nero, but um, I, I, I do think we'll see something. Maybe during the raid of, on Midgar or something. Yes. that's uh, I've heard a lot of that, and that's also one of my first thoughts, because that's the only only other way they could sensibly include those without shoehorning them in, I guess. Yeah, because they're not going to send them out into the world. Oh, no. <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> yes, run free, destroy everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Oh, that'd be horrid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what about you, Kai? Any any other other thoughts about uh, Vice, Chadley, or Hojo? I just want to know more about Chadley. He is up to something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, I don't know. I don't trust him. He's a weird one. Yeah. And as you guys are talking, I'm sitting here and just thinking about, thinking. yeah, I'm I'm thinking <laughs> about this crazy theory that, you know, remake is actually the whole thing is just an actual vr simulation yeah and it's, everything it's that just, we're experiencing uh, while we're playing the game is actually just in vr yeah Sephiroth's out Ch- chadley's vr yeah. yeah 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 so he's basically like an ai or robot that's like enslaved everyone i mean it sounds like um matrix, the matrix. let's go yeah on. exactly yeah yeah so remake is just the matrix let's be <laughs> that's it <laughs> yeah exactly you know, if you look really closely at the strand of the live streams, it's just code. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, my true. god! Now you're starting some <laughs> strands of code. Yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, Who knows? No. Who knows? And what codes can be can get corrupted as well. Yes. And oh. that explains Genova's a virus. Yeah. Exactly. Dun, dun, dun. That explains <laughs> it. That explains it. You know. Yeah. That's why we're seeing Sephiroth oh. so early on in the game, and like things mm. are different because. Maybe yeah, it's mem- just, memory has got corrupted. It's reloading. Oh, there's definitely. Yeah. See, one of the things <laughs> that I'm thinking is with Sephiroth having done whatever he's done in order to come back, because there's a few different possibilities in the way he's done it, but he's definitely damaged the live stream in some way. And what we're seeing is these memories, these corrupted memories seeping through mm-hmm. to people. I think that could explain, I, I think it was you, Viz, that said a minute ago about um, seeing that flash of Hojo for a moment. Yeah. With Vice, I think that could potentially be one of these kind of things that seeped through. Yeah. You know, due to whatever Sephiroth's up to, because it is still completely open what he's up to. Like, I. It is. I, I change my mind every day. <laughs> what if Sephiroth realized he's in the Matrix and tries exactly. to oh God, no. escape? Well, he, he's figured it out that he's in a VR simulation or something yeah. and he can travel through. You know, and he's looking for something. I mean, he's trying to do yeah. something. We just don't know. He needs yet, cloud obviously. to escape. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I was just thinking because you were talking about Chadley yeah. and he's an AI or yeah. he's, you know, like a robot and he's cyborg. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I was thinking, hmm, and why is he gaining intel from, you know, Yuffie and everybody else? It's just that he's, it's just a whole yeah. program simu- simulation. Like, why have they put a focus on VR and Nomura has said this and yeah, the same thing yeah. with the first soldier that whole thing is just a VR simulation yeah you know to train soldiers so I'm thinking hmm maybe this is they are definitely making it a much bigger thing than making it, it meta I mean, even in crisis even in crisis core yeah it was a thing but it wasn't a massive 
thing. Do you know what I mean? You were still out there doing your thing and fighting everybody. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely been a focal point of quite a few story threads so mm-hmm. far in Remake. Yeah. It's like Remake is actually just... It's it's actually a game, and Chadley is just like uh, a player's <laughs> representation or a developer's representation or something like that. Like Maybe. going all the way meta. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah. People would have breakdowns. Yeah. They'd be riots. They couldn't, they couldn't do that. They couldn't. No, no. They'd be riots. It was all a dream. <laughs> it's like a Squall oh, is dead no. theory all over again. Yes. Come on. I love I it. Still but love it's, that it's still, yeah. it's just. Nah. <laughs> I wish they'd just leaned into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we meant. There there, there might on. be a, a Final Fantasy VIII remake in the future at some point, so maybe they just oh. change that as well. <laughs> I love that. That'd be so good. I don't know. <laughs> uh, now now oh. we're just rambling. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, sorry. I gone. went off the rails. I went off the rails It's here, fine. But... You, we as well. Let's. I think which, we have uh, beaten the dead horse. Let's just go to Sonon. Sonon's End. Because also, no. that one is, we touched on it, but mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's also fodder for the theory community, definitely for the theorists. Yeah. There's a lot of possibilities for what's gone on there at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was quite interesting the way that they kind of it was quite obvious that this was going to happen with Sonon. Like, yeah, even for sure. I didn't even play it; I was just watching it, and it was like, yeah. oh, my, this guy is not going to last. Yeah. I feel quite bad for him. Yeah, I I I thought about it pretty strongly before the game came out, and then yeah. I played it. And the first time Yuffie died, he sacrificed himself for Yuffie. And I thought, okay, yeah, he's gonna die. Oh, he's gonna go. sacrifice yeah, it for it, you. Yeah, it's, it's for actually sure. a part of the mechanics yeah. of the game. It's like, yeah, this is gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. He's done. <laughs> yeah, but the way they did it, poor. Yeah, it's it's brutal. It was quite savage and. It's what I'd expect from Nero. Yeah. Like I, I would have mm. expected him to be that kind of savage. But I think one of the big questions is because it looked like he died. Yeah. At the same time, it looked like he got absorbed as well. Yeah, that's true. And... It's, that's why I said it's weird. It's yeah. laden with uh, mysteries. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, because there's a lot of possibilities. There is is Sonon still alive and just kind of being held in stasis by Neo. Oh, by Nero. Oh, see, that's the Matrix talk. Held in stasis by Freudian slip. <laughs> or has he completely absorbed him and just kind of now Sonon exists as a part of Nero? Mm. And Nero's got access to like everything about him. Mm. It, it kind of lends itself to Nero reappearing at some yeah, point to screw around with Yufa mm-hmm. because mm. he's got all the ammunition he'd need at the minute. Mm. Well, that all depends on what's going on with Sonon. He might have just died and that's it. But it, it definitely looked like he was absorbed in mm-hmm. some way. That, that was my take, at least. Yeah. Before I go on a rant, what do you think, Kai? <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. It was really sad. Um, it really got me, that, that part. And especially to where it just showed his sister, you know, um, yeah. Oh yeah, that that killed me almost. Like, yeah. At long last, they could be together, and she kind of, you know, beckons him on, like, "Come on, you know what I mean? Just be with me, whatever," and kind of let go. And that was really emotional. I was, uh, it got me. <laughs> but like I said, mm. it feels like it's kind of left up to our interpretation whether he died or not. Hopefully, we see him again in the future. That would be cool if maybe he, uh, you know, was absorbed. 
by uh, Nero and he has access to him, his memories or something. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We can use him as a puppet. Yeah, yeah. That, that might be it too. Yeah, exactly. Use, as, use him as a puppet. It'd give him a lot of power as well, especially with Wutai being against uh, the Shimmer. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. He could use that for any oh, yeah. degree of subterfuge and things That's like true. that. So, you know, this is, all he has to do is get there before Yufa. It just yeah. seems like Nero doesn't have kind of like this, um, he doesn't really, he's kind of just gone off the deep end. Like, he doesn't really have yeah. emotion, he doesn't have, you know, critical thinking, he doesn't have any of that. He's just kind of like, everything, just yeah, chaos. like everything's irrelevant, yes, I'm just going to sure, kill everything. Yeah. So, I don't even know if he would even be able to... Yeah, he wouldn't play along, potentially. He yeah. wouldn't really, but if Scarlet tells him to do something, oh, he probably that's would. That's true. Mm. Mm. Oh, Scarlet. Yeah, Brilliant. that's true. <laughs> they have a weird, we'll weird uh, synergy going on there. Yeah. Yep, that's it for me. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, what I also find very interesting is, is Mo Gallagher's take on, on this, uh, de his death scene, because uh, Nero's darkness is terror corrupt. Mm -hmm. yeah. invokes your darkest despair and just uh, mm -hmm. like robs you of your identity and only leaves you with, with the darkness and that's why um, he can't, cannot bite uh, the Joe Bean anymore, he lost oh. his, his, his being as a, as a ninja as a shinobi mm. like this identity he lost um, and he he sees like his, his sister, that's, that's the only thing he, um, he clings to. But then after he cries and stuff, he comes back to, to reality and she's not there anymore. Like she, he lost uh, his sister again. Like all the, those things he holds dear that makes him him. Been stripped like away the, from him. The identity yeah. thing is just stripped away. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it, that could be a mechanic of like what Nero was trying to do as well. Yeah. Maybe he has to do that in order to absorb the person so they have to be at that complete low point yeah and then he's able to fully absorb mm -hmm. them yeah so, yeah or yeah to just then, then use either their essence or just their bodies as as puppets for whatever i don't know or just absorb like all those scientists and the all the deep crotch soldiers yeah. he absorbed i think they're just now in t enriching terror corrupt or something floating there and having nightmares for eternity <laughs> oh god yeah. There's a lot of potential with him. Yeah. There is a lot of potential with that character. And I do hope we see him again, but it does make sense that we probably yeah, won't exactly. see him again until we go back yeah. to Midgar. So. Most likely, yeah. Most likely. Yeah. Unless there's just uh, some, some intermission scenes, like uh, like uh, at the beginning of Chapter 9, when we see uh, Reef and the others yes. talking. Like just a scene outside of the normal um, mm. storyline, so to speak. Like, I think we're definitely going to get a lot of stuff like that as well going forwards in part two. You know, those, like, let's go and see what's happening over here. Yeah, like, kind of moments meanwhile, so over there. Threads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elsewhere. Elsewhere, yeah. But no, there's so many threads going on at the minute. We're going to have to. Yeah, to yeah, point. definitely. Definitely. Um, also, I don't know if you remember or have, have seen, I think it was in the, the third video uh, about the trailers for intermission where I theorized something about parallels to the Dirt to Service online component because that one also had some very, very interesting story sections. 
and there um, the main character you play, that's just some random character, I think you can even uh, customize him and uh, choose female or male, doesn't really matter. Yeah. But that main character has implanted memories of a sister that dies, I think, at the hand of a, um, a, a restrictor. And that's to mm. uh, infuse hatred in that character for the restrictors, that in the end, when, when the time is ripe, that the character will then uh, attack a restrictor, dis distract him enough for the others, or especially um, Vice, to dispatch of him. Like they, they want to get rid of the control of the restrictors because all, all of the deep ground soldiers and the Zviets have chips in their head mm. where they can be stopped. Like just they can't move anymore. You can, you, you can yeah. see this with uh, Azul who gets stopped that way and Vice as well. But Vice can still kind of move a little bit. But they can also like just let them die. Let the chips explode and then they, uh, they die or something. So they have control over them. Yeah, it's that's really dark. If it's that's a, it's that's a really a dark story there. Yeah. Oh my god. And that's why it it remembered me of that. Sonon has also a memory of a sister yeah. that died at that's the hands true. of um, a mm. machine by Scarlet. So it could have been, as I've theorized theorized then, an implant memory, like for for some long game by uh, um, those Sviets or something like that. Then you see that. what happens to Sonon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he, he like takes him back again. Oh, I, I forgot uh, also that the chips they have. Um, there's a, a supercomputer, an AI called Patricia in there, mm. yeah. which controls all, the, is kind of the network in there, controls the, the, the chips. And when a, a Zviet is being introduced, they, they will receive this chip. But uh, Shelk has the ability of the SND, the synaptic net dive, and can enter this mm -hmm. network and mess with this chip, so that this Viet they their um, they chose for the mission uh, then has a faulty chip and is not subjected to the restrictor's um, control. So that's mm. that's kind of the plot of this online component and. I see a lot of parallels there. Maybe yeah. it's just a throwback, yeah. weird parallel. Uh, just I don't it know. It does tie in, though. Yeah. yeah, it definitely ties in. It could tie in. I th I think that the way he took um, Sonon away, yeah, he he Sonon will will reappear in some form. Pretty sure. Pretty sure because the others they have just been taken by tentacles. Mm. Yeah, they're just. They've just been yeah, and they're like fodder, aren't they? Yeah, that's just fodder. But here with Sonon, he took his head and just took it back into the darkness with him. This is just this yeah. is something different. And also, even though he got uh, sliced and stabbed multiple times with uh, Nero's blades, most of them just uh, went up into purple smoke again. It's it, this didn't feel real besides the f very first one. The first one was real because that one spurred blood onto Yuffie's face, but the others mm -hmm. didn't yeah. for some reason. So it's, yeah, he just got taken by the darkness fully. It, it, it definitely does hint that there is something further for Sonon. Yeah. Unless Nero's just absolutely twisted and just enjoyed the moment <laughs> far too much. Or he just needed a, an, another puppet to play with. You yeah. got yeah, bored with exactly. the old one. He wanted a friend. He wanted a friend. Mm -hmm. Exactly. No, poor Sona. Like a doll to play with. 
<laughs> that's dark really yeah he, he, he definitely got the short end of the stick yeah. when it came to people's endings that is a really bad one yes <laughs> that is, and, and he's, he's he's such a good guy like yeah. in, in his heart he's a good guy even though he he knows how to just do the hard choices and stuff like uh, when he and Yuffie talk uh, about the other avalanche members when they're in in the yeah. factory in chapter one like they're, they're, they're those are too nice the Midgar HQ and he and Sonam would rather uh, cooperate with Barrett and the others because they seem to just be willing to do what it takes. Get stuff mm-hmm. done. Yeah, yeah, get stuff done. So, um, yeah, he, he, has, he has also a good heart, but um, can kind of go into the gray zone as well. Yeah, he, he, he's quite happy existing in those gray areas. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So, and speaking of Sonon, he also has a good uh, good friend called Jijie. Apparently, he's, they're friends because their interaction... Yeah, they were drinking bodies, yeah. weren't they? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're uh, bro... F- um, uh, not fist bump, how do you call it when, when they uh, clap hands? Uh, it's not really a handshake, it's more like a... a high uh, five? Not really a high five. Side they, five. It, it's... It's like a handshake, but w- with the uh, the arm yeah. um, arm wrestling yeah. style thing, the, the friendly one, yeah, the, the pal, the the, the the pal version. I <laughs> I don't. There know. is a lot of hints as well yeah. in the narrative that you know GJ is. He's almost certainly got some connection to Wu Tai, even without yeah. that. So, oh yeah, it, for it sure, make, he is a Wu Tai. I'd assume yeah. that they know each other, yeah, like yeah. from the past, Definitely. like maybe trained together in the early days or something like that. Mm. Because they've got that camaraderie thing going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, that it definitely comes across as that. Even just before they enter the uh, the factory, mm-hmm. um, he the line of of Zonon tells Yuffie that. He knows more about uh, Tijia because he, uh, she also said, "Oh, is he is he a ninja like us?" Um, yeah, you you can uh, ask him when we're done here. Yeah, like I'm something like that. So he anything. knows, he knows, but uh, yeah. Yuffie has no idea. And according to to lore and also his description, the official one is he's uh, Wutai and kind of the middleman between Wutai and Avalanche HQ in Midgar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's. There's more to it. I I wrote down here ties to Rufus. Discuss. Oh, Rufus. (laughs) Rufus gives me so many headaches because there's so much different stuff, like, all across the compilation. Yes. That kind of ties in loosely into certain narratives. Yes. I I mean, I think Before Crisis is probably the one that just jumps in headfirst. It's like, oh, yeah, he's there. Rufus is doing this. Don't worry about that. But... With everything else, it's kind of really loose links, and it's difficult to tell what is true and what isn't mm-hmm. to a certain degree. But yeah, I, I did get the vibe because he says it directly to the guards, don't he? Like, yeah, Rufus. Yeah, he says three and names. Rufus is the middle he's one. He's joking, but he's not joking. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's a hundred percent not a joke, especially when you know about like Rufus's ties to Avalanche yeah. and everything like exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. There's definitely more to that. And of all of the members of Avalanche that we've seen so far, GJ would be the one that I would expect us to see again. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. I'm almost certain we'll be seeing GJ again. Oh, like, for That sure. would be my guess. Either at Fort Condor mm. or back at Wu Tai or something. There's, there's definitely going to be something in there because 
yeah, there's too there's too many questions still about him. Like with the others, there's not as many mm-hmm. questions, but with GJ, there's a lot more that we don't really know, or that yeah. we've just kind of got allusions to. He's a real dodgy one, physically yeah. and <laughs> personal personality yeah. wise. He's got them shifty eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such an elusive oh. one. Yeah, there's definitely going to be something. No, no idea what. I mean, he kind of gives you off that vibe of being like a double agent yes. almost. Like, like he's working for one side, but then he's he's, he's got ulterior motives as well. Mm. And then the link to Rufus, yeah, it, it's very dodger, very dodger. Also, maybe it's just uh, to squeeze more gameplay out of this DLC, but why did you lure the guards away and this whole chase? And why even going through the, the factory? Because the only thing we actually achieved was TJ giving us the um, the the cards, the um, mm-hmm. the access cards, access keys. Yeah, we didn't really achieve anything else there, unless just getting a, a drawing attention of the guards. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did he? I'm not sure. I don't remember entirely. Did he know that Yuffie and Sonon were there during the chase? Oh yeah, yeah, he, he did, he did, yeah. Because what when we reached when we reached a plaza below um, the pillar, he lured yeah. them away, and then ran away t- uh, to towards the train station. We um, tailed them, and when we then reached those again, he uh, was with his back towards the fence and pretended to to be caught. Like okay, yeah, just uh, get me oh, to no, hand- get trapped. me to handcuffs. Yeah. And then he went, went there, uh, went again. It seems like he yeah, always bit... waited until we were in sight so that we could follow him, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it's very much him. It doesn't make sense, though, because he could just, you could just take out those guards and go casually. You know yeah. what I mean? Unless, unless he didn't have uh, those key cards yet and needed to, um, like, Received yeah. those in in the the heart of the um the factory some some sorts maybe that yeah, one one of the guards was was a plant by Rufus <laughs> or something who, yes. who who uh, delivered the cards yeah without anybody noticing that's why he we needed to do that and that would be make that would make sense with him mentioning Rufus's name as well yeah because I. W- I think it was just one of them interrogating the other one, maybe hit him, but that's, you, you can do that even if you're in. You even need to yeah, do that yeah, to you... show the other one, oh, hey, I, I'm, I'm with you, I'm, I'm, I'm against this guy, still. Even if, if, they're, if, if he's not. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it, it could have been all a play. Like, one, one of them is in on it, the other one wasn't. The one who interrogated him wasn't. It was all just set up for that. Yuffie intro scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Or it's just as simple as he needed to test their metal. Like, if they yeah. were even mm. up to the task for... Are uh, you going to be able to do this? Yeah. yeah, getting the the huge materia or the ultimate materia, for sure. Yeah. Ah, the ultimate materia. <laughs> Bless him. Like I'd, it was weird. Like as soon as we heard about that ultimate materia, you know, being the thing that they were going for, mm. like straight away it made me think of that mm-hmm. scene. 
in remake, you know, where Scarlet's just sat in front of yeah. the materia and it all goes yeah. wrong and blows up. Yeah. It's like that materia is not going to be ready. This yeah, is going to be a pointless not. mission. Yeah, that and I, I would. It was just the first thing I thought, and yeah, it, it's such a shame that Sonan had to die for such a nothing mission. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my god. It 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 also got me thinking that uh, didn't they know that the material wasn't ready? It was just a, a rumor or like good intel or not so good intel and they were too early? I think it was bad intel and they just went early because they, they are definitely working on it. So it oh, was yeah, sort sure. of good intel. It was kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, yeah, I think they might have jumped the gun a bit. Yeah, maybe there were just too um, too many people too involved eager. to make the uh, the timing right. Like some, some yeah, leaked info but didn't really know uh, the status or maybe the um, the huge material project was a little bit delayed because of so many failures and also with the avalanche mission with uh, the platefall. I, th- yeah. I think she even mentioned it that uh, that they now had a, a more press- pressing mission with plate with a uh, crushing avalanche with the plate. So, yeah, so yeah. maybe on their side things were a bit slower. Yeah, and on the avalanche side of things, they could have got the intel, but because because avalanche is really fragmented. From what we can see, yeah, there's so many different yeah. sections of it. So sure. that information might have just, you know, kind of maybe got corrupted in transmission, that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, you know, lost one translation, says telephone one thing. game. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Something like that for sure, yeah. There's definitely a lot of questions there, though, <laughs> 100%. Mm. I also think we, we'll, we'll see the latest in Wutai. Mm-hmm. The latest. I yeah. kind of hope for him to be more Wutai uh, related, and the other Avalanche members from HQ more mm-hmm. uh, Fort Condor related. I kind of see it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kind of goes back to his his base of operations, and they kind of go back to theirs, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense because Wutai sounds like it's a mess at the minute, and with what's going on in Midgar and with Rufus taking over now, it's going to change everything to a certain mm-hmm. extent. Well, no, but it's going to change everything. So, yeah, mm. it makes sense for him to go back to Wutai to kind of reevaluate what his mission is, that sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kai, any, any other thoughts of uh, GG before we continue? I don't think so. I think you guys talked about everything yeah we we squeezed all the juice out of it (laughs) i just think that there's something like you know different about him and um hopefully see him in the future and he has you know some impact on the story other than just you know being there for them to chase to i hope so too yeah. yeah it seemed like he was kind of uh he wanted them to get in that boss battle Maybe like you had said, where he was like, he wanted to see them fight and be like, hey, are they worthy of, you know, doing this, basically? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see if they can get through mm-hmm. this kind of thing. Yeah, to see if they're ready for what what's next or whatever, you know what I mean? What Maybe he has some store or some, you know, ultimate plan or whatever. I hope there's something like that, you know, and we see him again and there's some explanation. Um, but yeah, we won't know until, you know, part two comes out, so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Possibly even later if he ends up being in yeah. Wutai, because yeah, that's true. We'll get Wutai in part yeah. two. Yeah, exactly. I, have, I have a feeling they'll draw <laughs> it out a little bit. One of my kind of ideas is that we might open part three with mm, the Wutai section. That's true. That could be an interesting one because they, I mean, it all depends where we get to. I'm thinking we get to Nibelheim, 
with part two. Mm. Oh, for sure. That, it, ha- it has to end, end there if it ends earlier. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, in the original game, all you do from that point is go to Rocket Town and then Wutai and, opens and Wutai, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, I think that might be what we get. I, I hope at least. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I hope. I hope it's not like here, let's give all the story and data logs like in 13 and it's like you oh, don't God, actually no. go and do those things. Like they're talked about and you like pick up documents and you read about it and talk to people and they tell you about it, but you don't actually just go there. You know what I mean? Yeah, gotta go there. <laughs> Wu-Tai should be beautiful as well. Like as an area. Exactly. Like, I've got high expectations yeah, so of what Wu-Tai will look like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much it. So moving on here, we're talking about the Happy Turtle, Fort Condor, and their future. We did talk um, about Fort Condor, the minigame. Yeah. And we did talk about, you know, Happy Turtle in Intermission, Turtle's Paradise. Yeah, but what's what's also on my mind a little bit, like the Happy Turtle um, in the future, will will it, will it return? Will the, will the, the old snap mm-hmm. return? What do you think? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> it could potentially come back as the turtle paradise that we yes. remember, yeah. you know, from the original. So, like, the happy turtle is kind of like the Midgar-centric yeah, version exactly. of it. Mm. And then we get the turtle paradise flyers going forwards. I'd be up for that. Mm-hmm. I hope so, really. I really hope so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's a fun little side thing to find them all in the original game. It it's, is. It's good fun. And yeah, the rewards aren't the worst. Yeah, I think you get a few meg, you get a mega elixir and a few other things as well. It's kind of worth it. And uh, didn't you also get an AP plus at the end? If I you think so, often? yeah. Yeah. Although I uh, never use AP plus anyway, so <laughs> same. It's nice to have everything. <laughs> That's though. true. That's true. <laughs> That's certainly true. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> also, I I really hope they had the the old snapper got away or got out of sector uh, seven. <laughs> Because he did mention that he will stay here for a while. He won't won't leave for. I don't quite remember his lines, but it, yeah. it seemed like he didn't want to leave. But he wasn't. He didn't also know there. that the plate was gonna fall. So he, yeah, yeah. When the but, sky falls, yeah. I think he probably had no other choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I might leave. Yeah. <laughs> well, that could be it. He's got a long journey back home now. Yeah. <laughs> So that could be the vehicle for the Turtle Paradise Flyers. We're kind of in his wake a little bit. Oh, and he's right. He loses flyers all the flyers. Everywhere. Yeah. It could be. Oh, that'd be so good. Or he, or he just put, puts them up everywhere and hopes, them up, that, yeah. hopes that someone picks up all, all the flyers. And when we are finally in Wutai, he's the, he's the bartender there or even the owner. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, someone oh, in... that'd be amazing. And then, oh, did he find all the flyers? <laughs> yes. I hope Square Enix are listening still. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Please make this a thing. Yes. Easter return. I have a feeling in general that everything introduced in intermission is just that an introduction to something bigger yeah. that's to come. Mm-hmm. Not just a throwaway thing for just one DLC and then it's gone for good. They did put an emphasis on like the drinking part as well because I know there was some... Mm-hmm things or situations where i think people were talking about alcohol or drinking going to the bar or whatever and yuffie as well talking about that remember when she came in she met the avalanche hq and she was like talking about that yeah. there was a part where she was talking about yeah when sonon returns that if, mm-hmm. if he was was yeah. around uh, drinking and then sniffs on him <laughs> yeah and she said something about uh i don't know about man like 
I forget anyway. I gotta go. Oh, back yeah, that that was it. with um with the girl. How's she called again? Uh, um, yeah, no, 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 that's uh, fruit in Freud and Slip. Uh, for me, it's, yeah. she's still Nelly, and <laughs> yeah. the others are Finn and L. But yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. It could be some foreshadowing just that they're going to go there in Wutai. And, yeah, you know. that's true as well. And there's probably some story element to it. You mm. know, I don't know. Somebody is getting drunk at the bar or something, and they have to go <laughs> talk to them. I don't know. I'm trying to think. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. We all we already had that in in uh, Wall Market with um, yes Taylor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think we're gonna see more of that. Absolutely. Mm. Part two or three, whenever we get to Wu Tai. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's got to be. I'm just looking forward to how much they expand it with Wu Tai. Like that's the big thing for me because it was such so much potential in that area so much stuff goes down in wu Tai in mm-hmm. the original game if you go there as well like with don carneo's extended story yeah that's true um you get a bit more insight into the turks you get the relationship between yuffie and godo and yeah, yeah. exactly more of that please yeah oh i wonder if we still have to do the pagoda i hope so. i hope so yeah that'd be really good fighting your way up the pagoda yeah and and i hope those um those fighters turn into like this weird carrot thing and the penguin and <laughs> yes <laughs> yes oh yeah that'd be phenomenal Th- those weird uh enemy asset usage fights mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm going to transform now yeah <laughs> oh i love it <laughs> all right so we are going to talk a little bit about the reunion clones and yuffie so what do you think viz about seeing some of the reunion clones you know, at the beginning of episode intermission and then throughout. Yeah, first of all, I, I really loved it. I loved seeing more of them, like mm-hmm. having them established even more, not just Marco and number two. Yeah. But there are actually more now, not just Nibelheim, but here, because this also ties in into the um, the short story Picturing the Past, which was released uh, with mm. the World's Preview book. Where there's uh, mostly number twenty four in the story, but when when uh, the main character and another one follow follow her into the train graveyard, there's a, mm-hmm. a whole gathering of the black yeah. cloak who all uh, look up to where Genova resides. So that's basically what they also do uh, in the beginning, especially uh, no, I think all of no, the middle one doesn't. The first one looks up there. And the third one also looks up there and says reunion. Mm-hmm. And the, the middle one just, uh, yeah, um, I don't know, sways around. He doesn't do much. Is the middle, which one was the middle one? Now? I think I, 20. I remember right. That's the one that's from Nibelheim, isn't it? Because uh, one, of, one of those early ones is one of the ones, if the, uh, it's 11. the number conventions. Is it 11? Yeah. Right. Because it's definitely one of them that you see mm-hmm. in Tifa's kitchen, I think it is, in Nibelheim. Yes, Tifa's house in yeah. Nibelheim is, is number 11. That's the first one we see. The second one, one is right. 20. And 16 is uh, the third, just before Yuffie mm. enters the scrap, Scrapyard Boulevard. Yeah, definitely. Because in the original, 12 was the, high, was the highest number. Yeah. Didn't see many. It's going to be interesting keeping an eye on where we see them. Yes. Yeah. 
because we're definitely going to see a lot of the these reunion clones like repeating throughout the world yeah. mm-hmm. with Genova moving as well now. Yes, yes, exactly. I have a feeling we see them throughout, not just um, in Nibelheim and from then on. Oh, also in the Temple of the Ancients, we see one. Yeah. Also all over the world, like almost uh, at. Well, not maybe on all uh, in all no locations because then it would get old. I'd expect to see one in the background everywhere, though. Yeah. You know, like you're in June on and you walk in. Yeah, in June, for example. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, you just see a black cloak walking down the street. That's it. You don't make a deal about it. You just see it. Yeah. Maybe around the mines, the Mithil mines or something. One near Corel. I don't know. Just something like that. Just just a a gentle spattering Mm -hmm. of reunion clothes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And hopefully, also numbers we know. Yes. Some of them, some new, uh, new ones, and I hope we see number twenty-four somewhere. I think this called uh, Liliza or Liliza. I don't quite know how to pronounce it. So this is the one from picture in the past. Yes, exactly. It? Yeah, yeah. I think it's Liliza. I don't but know. Do I'm, see, I'm no no native speaker. I have no idea. <laughs> we see the others as well, don't we? We see the one that everyone was calling Geddy Back. Yeah, we? but they, so it'd be they interesting don't to see if a few of them get about. Yeah, but they uh, they don't uh, reveal his number, unfortunately. Yeah, we don't get numbers, sadly. Yeah, that that bumped me out a, bit, a little bit that uh, we didn't get a number. Oh well, we'll get enough numbers. It'd be very nice to know what happened to that point of view, that perspective character from picture in the past. Yeah, we do get his name as well in the Aerith story in um, Trace of Two Pasts. Cannot remember what it is. But it's in. I did a video about it. I'll have to go and check it. I, yeah, but, I, I vaguely remember something. I don't quite know. I only remember yeah. like the last, um, the last chapter of picturing the past that he sees Aerith uh, waiting yes. around in uh, Sector Eight, and he's yes. uh, a Shindra guard, I think, a Shindra infantryman, or something. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happened with him because he's quite heavily involved in a lot of things that yeah. have gone on. Yeah, and he's got a lot of information that could be quite useful for the party as well. Yeah, he he also knows um, Aerith from back there when when she was yeah. a mere five year old and and drawing all those pictures in trance. Yeah. So, I I hope they bring him back at some point. I can't remember his name. Going to annoy me that now that I can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't either right now and. Can't be bothered to to search for it. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Like, do I search? Nah. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's fine. It's fine. Somebody will probably remind us somewhere <laughs> on the Discord, which you can join, of, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, join the Discord. Yeah. Join <laughs> or give us a nice review on whichever platform you are, mm-hmm. and then tell us how wrong we are. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that often. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me. Give me a break. It's part of the course. <laughs> but yeah, just talking about the clones again, I think that it's good that they're showing the clones early. You know what I mean? For Yuffie. So she's exposed mm. to them and yeah, there's continuity like there so that she... It's not just kind of like this thing where she just doesn't know, you know... Well, I mean, she still doesn't know like what's, what's actually happening, but just the fact that she's been exposed to them. So mm. I think it's yeah. kind of setting it up for later when she actually joins the group, and then maybe they notice them again. She might say, oh, actually, I saw them 
here mm-hmm. when I was, yeah. you know, in Midgar. And this is, you know, so, I don't know, just something, some kind of a, you know, payoff to mm. to this. But there is a reason why. Yeah, for sure. Not just... I'm sorry, I, ju- I just really quickly, I had to look. The, the character's name is Ronnie. Ronnie? Oh. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Oh, it's that to... one, right, yeah. Yeah, so the perspective character's name's Ronnie. It'd be nice to see him pop back up. Sorry, I just had to jump in. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, fine. No, it's good, okay. it's good. Thank you. <laughs> it was giving me a headache. You know when you, you know something, but you can't yeah, remember exactly. it, and your brain <laughs> just starts crying. Yeah, it was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just on the tip of your tongue, but it doesn't yeah. well, get out. Yeah. Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie. But not that Ronnie with all the muscles. <laughs> No, 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 no well, not that. Who one. knows? Maybe, maybe you hit the gym. Oh, had a maybe, yeah. Childhood. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Love oh, it. Okay, juicy stuff. Ending credit scenes. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I think I'll let Kai uh, talk about this <laughs> because he, uh, he didn't have the yes. opportunity to talk about this on, I think. Um, no, you weren't on Baby Seal's uh, streams after Integrate, right? No, no, I was not. So obviously yeah. you guys already talked about this a little bit. Yeah, and, we did. Um, much, very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By a little bit, I mean a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I thought it was awesome. I um, actually wasn't expecting this much from a yeah. uh, like end credits scene. I didn't think yeah. that. I thought we might get something, but I didn't expect this much. And yeah, I'm just here for it. And really what it did was just excite me more about part two. Yeah. And I'm just so ready for it, you know? And I don't know. It just made me happy. Number one, I thought it was awesome just to kind of gl- get a glimpse of them interacting together in the story i guess and outside of battle you know what i mean where they could just kind of take a break Mm. and just be people you know because they are people you know they have lives they have you know experiences and um sometimes i guess when you're playing through the game i mean you know you're battling most of the time and yes they're getting story elements but it was just a nice break they're finally out of midgar and to see to get a glimpse of what they've what it looks like, you know, when it's, they it's leave. A small, the it's a small interactions, well. yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, Tifa's helping Aerith, and, like, because she doesn't yeah. know which hitchhiking so is, and that makes sense, because she's been yeah. sheltered, and she's, you know, been captured in a laboratory. <laughs> yeah, Barrett still hasn't come to terms with the fact that he's not the leader anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I love that so much. Yeah. Like, it's beautiful. Because mm. he's like that in the original. He's He kind of, he, he wants to be the leader, but he knows he isn't. Yes, it's it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, I was just really excited. I thought it was awesome. And then obviously they showed uh, Zach, and I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's. I mean, I don't know what theory I'm kind of prescribing to at this point. I just I don't know. Like I said before, I think I've said this before. I don't think that I don't know if he's alive. I don't know if this is. I don't know. I just don't know if this is another mm. timeline i i don't i don't think it is i'm not sure this is the thing there's a few there's a few theories you have to decide on before you reach that point yeah. as well I think. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah. you have to choose like right mm-hmm. am i going one timeline or two timeline right is zach alive or is zach dead 
oh it's bad sorry (laughs) no it's true and i think that my understanding is well what i've come to kind of you know conclude is that sephiroth needs zach uh alive in some capacity for some reason you know and i don't know why or what that is it could be to i don't know like cloud i think really regrets not being able to save Aerith. Um, and we see this a lot uh, in uh, Advent Children, yeah. right? Where he, yeah. it's just, you know, there's a scene with them together, kind of, and she's just like, why? You know what I mean? Like, stop, basically. Yeah, just get he's over kind it. Of begging for forgiveness, isn't mm-hmm. yeah. And I don't know, you know, what, I think that it has to do with the Aerith death scene. And I don't think that it's going to happen the way that we, know it happens in the original whether it's oh yeah you know i i don't know (laughs) i can't even describe because i have literally no idea but it's not going to happen the same way and i don't know if she's going to live i think she might end up living and that changes things but she'll end up dying later and i don't know if you know it's Sephiroth that kills her but i think that Sephiroth has learned over time maybe he's been trying to you know change events that happen and there's a quote also in advent children that rufus says that history just inevitably repeats itself so bring your sephiroths bring your genovas it doesn't matter we'll always defeat you it doesn't matter how many times it repeats so it's kind of for me it's like you know this has happened before it's the timelines replaying multiple times and sephiroth is going back and every time he's losing whether it's you know he's figuring things out the more that he goes back and the memories keep replaying so he knows that he needs Zack alive at some point in some timeline to do something to make Cloud weaker or make him not who he is or some event doesn't happen so that he can ultimately succeed. But obviously, I don't think that's actually what's going to happen. But yeah, that's kind of what I take away from it. I don't think that he's alive in that sense that he's it's a diverged like an, uh, this timeline to split off and he's alive and then cloud is a different person in that timeline and i don't think that that's what's happening yeah Mm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's it's uh it's interesting it's i'm not sure if i'm 100 set on something and i don't want Mm -hmm. to like reveal everything right here because i still have to make the video about it but oh okay in short he is not alive alive but he exists somewhere else mm. not just as a memory mm-hmm. if yes. that makes sense <laughs> like yeah, he's more he's not just not just he's a memory he's more part a memory. of the essence he kind of falls into the same kind of category as sephiroth yeah. in in um, adventure the way to a smile um, yeah in because he kind of yeah he he feels the live stream breaking him down but he maintains his consciousness don't yeah. he mm-hmm. yeah I, 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 through with sheer that. will in the original yeah. and then uh, after cloud defeats him he latches on to the memories from cloud mm-hmm. of himself to like anchor himself to cloud so that he doesn't disappear yes. exactly that's how he can come back eventually in advent children yeah that's also why all those things happen in the remake Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's a really interesting part of it. I was literally rereading On the Way to a Smile the other day, just because I've not read it for mm-hmm. a while. 
and when he's going through that scene, Sephiroth, he says that even if Cloud dies, that memory that still exists in the live stream mm -hmm. will be enough yeah. for a part of me to survive. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of... I've been thinking on that one quite a bit recently. Yeah. But, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I keep chirping in. <laughs> that's no, fine, that's, that's fine. Yeah, I, I agree. It seems like he's kind of stuck in... It's not like purgatory per se but it's more like you said it's not um it's like an in-between you know what i mean where he's not alive. a live streams waiting room yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but maybe it's more becoming uh you know more distorted since um fate has been destroyed you know what i mean maybe everything's yeah. kind of just a mess yeah i, I think mm -hmm. it has more more to do with the planet's about to is about to meet its end. It's mm. what Sephiroth also tells Cloud, like those seven seconds, yeah. and the planet oh, is dying true. slowly, mm -hmm. silently, painfully, and stuff. So, and and even uh, Red Thirteen says, especially in Japanese, that the planet is about to lose its energy. Mm -hmm. Like uh, we are close to the end, oh, which is not really what happens in the original game. So mm -hmm. it's definitely a sequel, even in that sense. Like it's yeah. Basically, the, the planet is about to die. Sephiroth tries to do something mm. to uh, avert it, to change destiny. That's why he trials mm -hmm. the, the memories to change stuff. And that's, yeah. I, I go a lot into this in the, in the, the latest video I uploaded mm -hmm. last Friday. Uh, this would have been, hang on, let me see, the 5th, 6th? Hang mm -hmm. on. No, 8th, sorry. October 8th was the upload date of the latest mm. video, part 7 of uh, the mm -hmm. sub-series of Game Analysis 26, and there I basically uh, go through the whole chapter 18. Mm -hmm. So, there's a lot going on there. And regarding Zack, if you remember, he's only quote-unquote alive because mm -hmm. the whispers uh, are flowing yes. around the battlefield, so they have something to do with it. Yes. Question is, because of the planet's will or because of Sephiroth's will? Well, yeah, this is it. That's right. that's the question. Has Sephiroth taken control at that point? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I don't think he has full control yet, but still, it's it's hard it's hard to say who who is in control of the whispers, who directs the whispers there, because it has implications. If Sephiroth wants Zack to to be a thing. That's a whole other thing than the, the, the planet that wants to install a failsafe for after yeah. um, fate is Yeah, because if it's the planet that's done it, it's quite obvious yeah. what, the, what the goal is. But if Sephiroth's the one who's done it, it's like, what? Yeah, and it's weird. Because, what are you playing at? Because I'm still of, of the opinion that uh, Cloud now and Zack now are in different realms. The, the ones mm -hmm. are in basically the... Um, the rewritten memories, which get, gets rewritten into the new reality, and Zack is still in the afterlife, Poss possibly in the corrupted part of it, like where mm -hmm, all yeah. all the uh, the corrupted souls just linger around. Yeah. That's why all everyone in the in the church is crying and in pain. Exactly. And, yeah. They're confused and they're stuck yes. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And the scene where it looks like Zack is, um, where he survives as well, I've seen like um, the comparison to, I guess, Crisis Core, and you can tell that there are actual like generals, soldiers that are not 
alive or they're not there. So it looks like Sephiroth could have like went back and destroyed them. So ultimately they would fail so that Zack would live. That's what I read online. You've also got the possibility though that it was an accident. So we could be seeing those whispers there literally in a precautionary sense. Mm -hmm. So those whispers are just there looking over the fight, making sure that everything pans out mm, as normal. That's true. And the explosion of the singularity would be what causes the change. And it could just be a complete accident. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unlikely. Can I throw in a little debunkerino? Oh, <laughs> because because the, the, uh, the Whisper Dome explodes after he survives. Yes, it does. He's already survived. And yeah, so, so the, those four Whispers are most likely the ones initiating a change. But this is the thing, though. He survives originally, and then gets gunned down by a few soldiers afterwards, if you remember. Yes. In the original Final Fantasy VII. So could it yes. be that that Whisper explosion stopped them from finishing the job? <laughs> in, in a way. But what about the stamp bag, which changed before the explosion? True. <laughs> that is true. This yeah. is what I mean. It's so... Yeah, it is a mess. It, it is pretty much a mess. I'm still not 100% sold <laughs> on, on one single thing. Yeah, it's it's weird. Also, what, what Zack's role now is. What do you think? What is his role now? His new destiny? It all kind of depends. What It comes down to why is he alive. How is he alive? If it's the planet, he's going to be, like you say, he's going to be a fail-safe. Yeah. He's going to be to repair damage to the live stream because I, I also feel like he is in the live stream yeah. at this point. I, I cannot think of a way where he has survived in the real world mm. that works mm-hmm. without two timelines. Also, where, where um, both clouds uh, cross yeah. paths. It wouldn't make sense if they're in the same realm. Yeah, exactly. So. so at the very least, it has to be two timelines. I think it's more likely Zach's in the live stream, though. Well, not really uh, two timelines, more like two uh, parallel re- realities, parallel yeah. memories. Yeah, just of. kind of running alongside each other, but separate still. Yeah. It's, it's a tough one. If it's Sephiroth, that's the reason that he's alive. The only thing that I can think of is the fact that in Crisis Core, when he gets tested on, the results of the testing shows... Hojo saying that there's been no effect on Zack. Yeah. Like the Genova cells have had no effect. Mm. Yeah, because he, he's... I, I think it's because his, his his mental state is so strong that it doesn't affect him, but Cloud is yeah. so, so much full of self-doubt and doesn't feel up to the task and uh, yeah. making it into soldier and stuff, and mm-hmm. it just breaks him. It consumes him. So could that be something Sephiroth wants? Because there is that ongoing conversation of, is Sephiroth is Sephiroth basically a slave to Genova? Mm. Like it's it's kind of been a debate over the years. It hasn't has it? been, yeah. Zack's resistance to that could be something that Sephiroth kind of thinks, "Oh, hello," and kind of wants a piece of that. So to a certain extent, I don't know. It's 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 a bit of a crazy one. But... It's a crazy one, and I don't really see connections to other things. But if the planet is responsible, then I see the connection between. Yeah, because the planet needs a failsafe because it it's it feels Sephiroth is too it's strong. It's trouble now. Yeah, yeah, it's too strong. There is something going on. Hey, we won't be able to protect the timeline anymore. So we need to install something that uh, like 
um, install a new guardian of, of, uh, of fate, so to speak. As like in one of your videos where you say Zack is a whisper, basically, like he takes yeah. on the the uh, the job of the whisper. He is basically then now. Yeah, he's yeah. going to try to repair fate, or the, or at the very least, protect the live stream. I think that's yeah. going to be what it boils down to more yeah. than anything. Because I think I think we've gone beyond the point of <clears throat> maintaining things or repairing things. Yeah, I no. think too much damage <laughs> has been done now. It, it's it's more like. Bring bring back happiness to to yeah. wherever Zack is now because Zack is such a, a happy go lucky guy and uh, brings good a good spirit to to others. Make can make it definitely people laugh. makes me think about Minerva and Genesis as well. It puts me in mind of Minerva and Genesis a lot because yeah. like Genesis, like I don't, I don't think Minerva's real. It's the live stream appearing to Genesis in a way that kind of works for his mind. You know what I mean? Because of his obsession with like the the, the Loveless story and everything like that. Well, appar uh, apparently, according to, I think it was a keyword section in the Dirge of Cerberus yeah. uh, Ultimania or something like that, that, that uh, says that Minerva is um, like the, the representation or the embodiment of, of the live stream and follows the planet's will or something like that. I don't quite remember the exact words, but it's something like that. So could we potentially see that worked into this Zack story then? If he's going to be filling that role protecting the live stream? Maybe. There's so many possibilities. It's, <laughs> that's, that's a good point. I, I, I think at, at least towards the end of this whole remake project, Minerva and Genesis will appear in some shape or form. In some at the very least Minerva, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Because there might be issues with Genesis. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But, I guess I, don't, I think they could make it work though. Yeah, but the, the question is that you, you post: Could you maybe appear earlier, like yeah. if, like becoming sex mentor or something silly, crazy like that? I don't know. It's it's really hard to say. But the thing is, I'm I'm I lean more to towards the notion of Zack being a failsafe of the planet of the whispers. Yeah. The, this whole. Thing and is now trying to like fix the live stream part or the corrupted live stream part or whatever while Cloud and the others go, will go through the story that's changed a little bit now and then kind of approach Sephiroth from both sides. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a two-pronged war. Yeah. And this also brings into question, will second Aerith meet after she dies? Hmm. That's real talk. <laughs> because I, I, like I was saying earlier, I do agree. I think it is still going to happen. I think it's going to be different. Oh, for sure. But I think it's still going to happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. like, it, it kind of comes into that inescapable fate type of thing that's going on. I'm not even sure if it will happen differently. If any, if something happens exactly the same, like one for one, I think this event could be this one anchor that. It remains the same every time, or no matter what happens. This is this, this this one point that everything revolves around, basically. If if I'm making sense, but everything else can just be a little bit different. Like maybe the main chain of events is kind of similar, yeah. locations are similar, main motivations are similar, but the events themselves are all a little bit different. But this one could be just a one for one shot for it shot just make. Could be. Yeah, I could see it. I don't know. I've got a feeling that. Because I've got this weird theory in my head as well. Like 
it seems like we've got the two separate Sephiroths going on because we've got this Sephiroth that has this future knowledge, mm. but there would also be a Sephiroth that exists now. And I feel like that's the one that we see walk past Palmer in the Shimmer Rebellion. Oh, yeah. The, the black cloaked yeah. ones, that's, um, that's just the, the, black cloaked no, he's, people. He's still going to yeah. try and kill Aerith. I agree with that completely. Mm. He's going to do what he did originally. Mm-hmm. And I think the scene is going to happen. Mm. I've got this weird theory that Sephiroth's going to stop Sephiroth, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like, seriously, and I think that's going to be a big divergence point. Like, that's going to be the moment where everything starts to change in Remake. It's just a weird little theory that I've got in my head. I'm keeping it in my pocket, and we'll see how that that's, pans that's out. That's always good. <laughs> Don't throw away <laughs> theories, even if there's so much out, out in, in, in the wild. Just keep them in your pocket or in your drawer or somewhere else and... Store it. Make sure you mention it a yeah, few times so exactly. people know about it. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> the best thing is mention all the theories there are before anybody else does, and then you can say in any case, told you so. <laughs> you win. Yeah, yeah, you win. Then. Yeah. That's it. You, you, you are a winner. <laughs> yes. But yeah... This, this, I, I agree with you completely. It's more likely that it's the planet that saved mm-hmm. that. Like, I cannot see it being Sephiroth because it, it's so much of a reach to make it work if yeah, it's exactly. Sephiroth. And yeah, that, I can't see him doing that. So yeah, I agree with you, the planet, definitely. I yeah. like the theory that obviously is Sephiroth is... You know, there's one just that's going through the same beats in OG that's, you know, this is what's going to happen and Aerith is going to get killed. But I do like the future Sephiroth idea of, you know, he has all this knowledge. So maybe before it, he, before like the Aerith death scene, like it's going to happen. Maybe the future Sephiroth pulls Cloud into that, uh, you know, black hole or whatever. And he says, listen, like there's seven seconds to the end. It's like time space continuum you know it kind of like time goes by slower you know so what like I mean? he doesn't so... stop sephiroth but he facilitates cloud stopping sephiroth uh yeah well maybe future sephiroth is giving cloud the choice like you know this is where everything yeah. is about to change so and he knows how much cloud um you know it changes him that really Earth is gonna know. die um and how it impacts him so but maybe that's when he reveals that you know, maybe he has uh, Zach trapped um, and he's using Zach as a bargaining chip. Like, oh, you know, you can only save one. Which one are you going to choose, basically? I feel like it would work just <laughs> to put that pressure on Cloud. Like, just putting that amount of pressure on Cloud, mm-hmm. like, this is what's about to happen. Are you good enough to stop it? Yeah. Because like, we all know that Sephiroth's goal is messing with Cloud for the most part. Like, if he can't get exactly what he wants, he's like, okay, I'm just going to mess with Cloud for a bit then. That works. And yeah. we've seen him say it so many times, like, mm-hmm. I'll just carry on. We'll just carry on doing this. We'll, we'll, I'm fine. I'm in no rush. You've got time. And, Sephiroth yeah. probably already knows that if this were to happen, like, he knows that if he, you know, uses Zack against him, maybe as a choice, like, you can save one of them. He already, we already know what happens in the end of the OG when Aerith dies. You know, we know. So, I don't know. Maybe it's like she lives, but Zack um, yeah. dies, and that's the, the, the version of Sephiroth knows that that's how, what he has, what has to happen for him to ultimately win. I don't know. I just kind of had that thought process. <laughs> the only thing I can say against uh, this notion is uh, my conclusion, which is already 
uh, also now online since fr Friday, is that the Sephiroth, that all-knowing Sephiroth we see in, uh, in mm -hmm. uh, the first part, that specific one kind of won't appear anymore because that's the future one who injected himself back into the uh, the memories of the live stream through Cloud to mess with Cloud and in the end uh, with the others. But now that fate is no more, that stuff has changed. The future he comes from is will also change and different. And do, do you remember in the ending scene where Cloud has the feather and then crushes it and it dissipates into dust? Mm -hmm. And also the feather that Sephiroth leaves behind at the, at the edge of creation. It feels like that Sephiroth that came back to change things has done his work and is gone automatically oh. because now it's, uh, the timeline has, has changed, basically. So the only thing that could change, uh, he could have been influencing is that he sow, sown seeds, which we didn't see yet, yeah. for... Mm -hmm. The now future who uh, will be different to kind of like like fail saves uh, on he did maybe plan fail saves on his own like the whispers did but we didn't know it. Well, he could have easily implanted some of his memories into Genova as well. Yeah, and into the live stream Something itself like so that. that his counterpart can pick up on it. Yeah, because mm. he the 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 real Sephiroth isn't sitting in North Crater reading yeah, the live stream exactly. Basically. This is what you need to do. So that our future doesn't go bad, basically. Yeah, mm, he, that's interesting. You all, you also also see you already um, like notice that the Sephiroth, the black cloaked Sephiroth we see in the, the um, Shinra mm -hmm. building, kinda yeah. knows a little bit more. He's different. Yeah. He's still yeah. normal, like uh, in the OG kinda, but still something's different. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. also bailing out Genova. Yeah. Uh, f f fighting the others through Genova, uh, much more kills Barrett as well because Barrett's yeah. there to try and stop him or something like that. It's sure it's different circumstances, but still those different circumstances will have primed him differently. Yeah, mm. they'll have an effect. Yeah, down the line, definitely an sure. effect. Another thing as well, if it does turn out that that is the case and that Sephiroth from the future is done now, mm. like, because his timeline has changed. Yeah. It confirms 100% that Zack has not survived in this timeline because the same thing would happen with Cloud, if you get what I'm saying. So if if, Sephir, if it is confirmed that future Sephiroth's done, mm -hmm. he's gone because of a ripple effect. Like the, the thing that he's done has changed Remake to the point that it changes his future. Mm -hmm. Surely we'd see the same thing from Zack and Cloud to the Cloud in Remake. If you know what I mean. You mean Second Cloud, uh, the ones we see... Uh, the two who survived and walked past. Yeah, yeah. So because they've survived and walked past, it confirms to me that they are existing in the live stream or something like that. Because if it was, if they weren't, if they had actually survived in the real world, Cloud would have some... You know, there'd be some effect on the Cloud that we've been playing as. Oh, oh that, that, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So if it does turn out that future Sephiroth's gone now, we know that Zack's in the live stream, hundred percent. Oh yeah, for sure. Also, um, 
if it's really in in the corrupted part of the live stream, the one because I, I'm pretty sure that uh, since Elven yeah. Children corruption has spread, that's why the oh, planet yeah. is now dying without mm. giving it back to the cosmos, and Omega is also no more to be able to bring it bring it uh, away. Yeah. Um, that one is on is kind of unaffected <laughs> from the rewrite. I have mm. I have a feeling a corrupted live stream parts like the stagnant live stream that's that that one's unaffected from from this uh, this whole rewrite of of reality because I I think this is those are separate like the stagnant mm. live stream Nero taps into is also doesn't seem to be part of normal live stream normal memories and stuff I think that's yeah so it's like separated yeah. away from the actual mm. live stream kind of yeah. Yeah, that's also why Sephiroth needed to open a portal to where he was. Uh, yeah. Um, imprisoned, negative live stream. It's not 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 the same realm as uh, the normal live stream. Normal memories, no worries. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it so far it all fits, but still so certain aspects <laughs> still feel a bit fan fictiony. But yeah, there's a few little vital bits of information that we've not that as well. Yet. Yeah, that as yeah. well. And this is it. Once we get that, everything will fall into place. Yeah, it's so much fun theorizing about it. Though it I'm is, having yeah. such a fun. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's the most important thing here. The oh, thing that I've been it. saying is that when everything is said and done, the final thing, the final thing that actually happens is probably not as good as everybody's theories that we've all come up with. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're oh, just yeah. going to be disappointed. We're going to be like, good point. Oh man, they could have done this. They could have done like what? <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's never going to be what we're talking about or what we want it to be, you know, which is yeah. fine. It's just, I think it's, who knows? Who knows? That's also probably why I was a little bit disappointed with uh, chapter two of intermission. As I said before, <laughs> it was a bit too much rushed. And uh, the, uh, we'll look at all the things that we were expecting. We were kind of hoping that we'd see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, why Kate Sith was watching over Plateform. Right. Yeah. We were hoping we'd yeah. get something Totally for forgot about that, yeah. We were hoping we'd get something about Avalanche storming Shimmer HQ as well. Yeah. You know, while everyone's trying to escape at the end, because you've got all those explosions going off and Wedge yeah. is there. Yeah. And we got none of it. <laughs> what what yeah. happened to President Shinra? Why is he hanging uh, off the, 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 the yeah. left there? <laughs> Who chucked him out of the window? <laughs> and there were some good theories, man. Like, I think Sleep Easy and you, there were so many good theories out there for what could happen. Yeah. None, none of it got in. So, yeah, you might be right there, Kai. <laughs> <laughs> we're in trouble. Yeah, we're in trouble. We just should just uh, stop making videos stop. and just enjoy the game. <laughs> <laughs> we're ruining it for everyone. Square Enix needs to hire us all. That's yeah. what you're yes. saying. Yes. So we can yes. write the stories. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> We have ideas. Yeah. yeah. Well, they want to retire at some point. Come on. Yeah. You can take over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sure. You know, like when when TV shows have got like the first run, and then that finishes, and then someone brings it back fifteen years later. Yeah. That's that's us. That's us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Exactly. All right. I I think uh, we'll we'll let Zach rest for a little while. The mm-hmm. poor boy. And all <laughs> <laughs> Zach. And. Yeah, uh, some some more thoughts about this um, those post credit scenes, like certain specific parts. I, I think we we already talked about Yuffie's uh, Yuffie's yeah. yeah. uh, segments. I think I have a few notes later on, like Aerith's reaction and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the only other thing is that storm. 
you know, like the visual kind of the storm. Oh yeah, yeah. Calm. yeah. Other than that, though, yeah, I think we, I think we've covered most mm-hmm. of it there. <laughs> mm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But that 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 storm definitely sets the scene. Yes. Yeah. And I think it leads into I think it leads into what you're about to speak about next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ac- actually, yeah, that's that's true because there's also storm going when the the flashback starts. Yep. Thunderstorm, and the rain. So definitely that's that's what i love it's so multi-layered like Mm -hmm. yes the storm it says a storm is coming like for for the whole rest of the story also it also relates a little bit to like sex situation especially where Aerith has this this knot in her stomach but also Mm -hmm. because she might might feel what's coming next but she doesn't really know what and like you you just said it like the weather is kind of this this transition from this post credit scene to the start of the next game. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I, I I'm pretty sure I don't need to ask you to where you think part two should start. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much with you. Like, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. It, it, I would be amazed if it doesn't start in that truck. Yeah, I, I, I would be absolutely shocked. The only thing that I could think is that we might get a little scene of them sitting down in the end. You know, where they go upstairs and they sit down and the conversation starts and then we'll take mm. control in the truck. Mm. Yeah. They're, they're the only two options for me. I don't think we're going to start like 100 yards down the road from uh, from Calm or anything like that and have to walk nah. in there. Now that, that's boring, a boring start to just walk into town, walk around yeah. and stuff. Be dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Show us that flair. <laughs> uh, thoughts I had was uh, there, were, there will most likely be another cinematic intro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, w- w- what if yeah. uh, we maybe even see the uh, the condor again yes. flying over calm, the and then it zooms mm-hmm. in and uh, something, yeah. and then uh, maybe it's like over the desert or whatever. Yeah. Then that they sit down. Um, maybe some Barry says. So, what about the Sephiroth guy? <laughs> and then clouds, cloud starts. Uh, doesn't really start telling, but okay. So Remembers. five years yeah. ago. Then it fights mm-hmm. into this uh, thing, and then it's actual gameplay or n- normal gaming graphics, something like yeah. that. Or it's only um, like a, a shot of uh, the, the um, nature landscape, what mm-hmm. have you. Calm. We also follow uh, a bird again, and which may may f- uh, fly over Nibelheim. And then follows a path, and then we see a truck in the in in the distance coming closer, and the the yeah. bird yeah, flies over like truck, and then we zoom into the truck, something like that. Mm-hmm. Could also that would work. Yeah, I, yeah. I was just thinking that that would be a very nice intro. Yeah, because the first part starts with this uh, this weird disheveled black uh, gray bird, yeah. and it ends. At least if we if we cut out, so no, it, it, it's not really the, the last scene. It's got, I think the second to last scene before uh, before the rain starts, where um, mm. the, the condor flies over them. Yeah, and um, I think if then then flies towards Fort Condor, if my analysis yeah, is correct. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, so it kind of starts and ends with a bird, kind of. Mm-hmm. It would be cool to, to for part two to start with the bird as well, kind of. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's it's kind of a theme they've established now as well, because even in the trailer for Final Fantasy VII Remake, it started with that white... With, with the like dove. Eagle, a, a yeah, dove was yeah. in, in the teaser, yeah. 
And yeah, it, it definitely seems like it's going to be an image that they're going to keep on going with, I think. Mm, yeah. So yeah, I, I really like that one that you said a minute ago with, you know, you've got the bird flying over calm, then mm-hmm. maybe over the ocean, yep. then towards Nibelheim, <laughs> then you zoom in and there's a truck. Yeah, that works. I'm yeah. a big fan of that. Because, I mean, I, I don't know who it was that I was speaking to the other day, um, but starting and ending in Nibelheim makes a lot of sense. Yes. For it, sure. it really does as a narrative loop mm-hmm. just makes sense so yeah i'd be really good bookend <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd be so up for it as well and it means that we're probably going to see some changes in nibelheim when we get there because yeah there's got to be a big finish you yes, know what i mean yes, you gotta have a yes. boss god yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't think lost number's gonna cut it I, I, nah. it was a fun fight back in the day but i don't think lost number's gonna cut it mm-hmm. i don't know what they can do though i i mean well, Lost Maybe. Number could be kind of a sword repeat kind of deal. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's just a, a boss in between. Well, then what? Did, where did they add something in? Did they add something in at Mount Nibel, maybe? Yeah. I think, we, that's, I think that's the only place. Yeah, the reactor. We need to end somewhere yeah. at the reactor or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's got a bit. It's, I, I'm still wrecking my brain over it, how, how they could sensibly expand this uh, part there. That's that's probably yeah. because we don't know all the details they've already planned out with uh, mm-hmm, Sephiroth right. and Zack and the new Destiny and all that's those things. True. Yeah, because one of the things that I was thinking of is like places where they're gonna, you know, like under Sector Seven, you've got the testing, you've got that facility that's under Sector Seven. Yeah, you? I've kind of been thinking of places where they could add other things like that in, and Gongaga is quite a strong one for me. True, yeah. They could use it to kind of explain what went down with the reactor there and things like that. Because mm. I don't think we've ever actually had an explanation on the reactor, have we? Ah, uh, maybe just a, mal- a malfunction or monster infestation, just something mm. that. Uh, yeah, so they could, really, they could really lean into that and add a facility there in a similar manner to that facility under set seven. But like you just said, when you come to Nibelheim, I don't know what they could add. It's a, It's a tough one you know, how they could expand that area so that it it well, makes a suitable finishing spot. They they could um, introduce Vincent there, just like they introduced Red, Red 13 at the end of Mid- Midgore arc yeah. as a uh, uncontrollable um, guest character. And Which would make sense with lean into it Because well. Vince, Vincent yeah. needs to be introduced like to a much more... Uh, Let's let's say deep, more 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 deeply rooted into yes. lore and the happenings and, uh, and the, the story. Because seriously, he's, he's barely a barely character in the OG. <laughs> yeah, he's the he's the only person that's at every single stage of the story, except for Genova crash landing. Yeah, years yeah, ago. that's true. Thirty at years every ago, other point of the story, he's involved in some way. Yeah, he was a Turk with Hojo yeah. involved. Um, he he has literally chaos inside of him, which which is the the ancient uh, of of the the basically of of the all uh, the Omega Protocol, mm-hmm. yeah, which kills everything and returns all life back to the live stream, so Omega can uh, fly off mm. with it. So he is such an integral part to the lore and the story. Seriously, so yes. they need to. It's it's well it's it's hard because it's about Sephiroth and Cloud when you talk about Nibelheim, but still, Vincent and Hojo's experiments there and the Black Cloaks and 
Yeah, I think they could they could do something there. Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff that goes down. Yeah, hundred percent. There's a lot of things that go down in Midgar. I'm just uh, not in Midgar. In, in Nibelheim, but I'm, yeah. But I'm, I'm just struggling to see yeah. ending there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel they'll come you. up with something. You. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll come mm-hmm. up with something that works. But my brain just cannot fathom what it is at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I have ideas, but nothing that re- is really satisfactory for me. Yeah. And the first trailers we get for Remake Part 2 are going to do a lot of work for us. Like, they're going to bring out, because we're going to see hints of what's coming in the game. Yeah. And we'll be able to work backwards from there. I know you're not the biggest fan of final trailers, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> final trailers spoil too much. Yeah. Yeah. They, they are a bit spoilery. Mm. Especially if you've got an idea what's going on already. Yeah. 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 Because you can just easily piece, you know, put it together mm-hmm. and be like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, we're doing the <laughs> hour. <laughs> yeah. That, and they also reveal characters and scenes and stuff yeah. I just want to uh, experience for the first time while playing. Mm-hmm. So I'll most likely just skip the uh, final trailer again for part two, three, <laughs> and four, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'll probably spoil myself. I know what I'm like. <laughs> oh, I'll make a video on it. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll be sad afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Once I sit down and actually think about it, I'll be like, oh, mm. I've ruined that. But yeah, cry yourself it, it, to sleep. It, yeah, oh, pff, won't be the first time. <laughs> but, but no, Nibelheim 100% makes sense. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um... We already talked about where we'll meet Yuffie. Mm-hmm. So I have written down a few other smaller things. Um, yeah, kind of the condor in the epilogue. We already touched on that. I don't think we need to talk about it unless you have more words about the condor in intermissions uh, ending scene. But no. Not really. No, yeah. not really. I think it's just like like we were saying, it's just gonna be that continuing exactly. visual theme. Yeah. It seems like. Yeah. yeah. They'll tie it in some way. They'll do something with it eventually, I think. Yeah. I'm not for sure, sure what, but at the minute, yeah, I think it's just kind of a visual nod sort of thing. Yeah. I, I think so too. And what I also thought about, and I don't think anybody has anything really tangible on that point, but does Aerith uh, asking Barrett about the length of the day mean anything in terms of story, lore, or anything? Or is, is it just talk, Red small herring. talk? Yeah. Mm. I'm leaning more towards small talk. Like, yeah, I the think differences so. between the two. Mm-hmm. Like character building, so to speak. Yeah, it was just that. Yeah, it, it's definitely that fleshing out of the characters. I think the more important things happen slightly afterwards with Aerith and, you know, how she's feeling in general, but as far as this goes, the length of a day, I don't know, I think it could be maybe just making kind of like a nod to perception and that yeah. sort of thing more than anything. Mm. But I don't think it says anything explicitly, if you know what I mean. Yeah, mm. probably not. Because the, the thing is, the live stream itself doesn't really know the concept of time. Yeah. And Aerith is it's pretty much tied to the live stream, so maybe it's just like a, a, a small reference to this concept that time can be mm. longer, shorter, whatever depends on on uh, on the the, perce- the perception, as you said before. So yeah, I, I don't think it's more than that. 
it's definitely going to be fun to learn more about the Scepter and their powers, because, I mean, yeah. we kind of get a little bit in the Tracer 2 pasts with Aerith where we kind of see how, you know, when Aerith appears to Cloud during the resolution scene and, like, in the original game where she appears to Cloud after the Temple of the Ancients, mm. we kind of get a little bit more on how that works, you know, with Ifalna reaching out to Aerith. Yeah. And from from the way the scene goes, it kind of feels like, if Alna's in control of the scene, yeah. the people in it can't really communicate with each other. And yeah, that on top of Aerith being able to manipulate that portal during the final sequence, you know, chapter 18, mm-hmm. it kind of all just makes me think that we might see or, or get a much more much more of a deeper look at what the Setra are able to do and what they're capable of. And it is possible that maybe they do perceive time differently mm. based on what they're able to do and their connection to the live stream. But at the same time, I think this was just, like you said, yeah. a throwaway thing. Yeah. Well, when when you think back at those Setra spirits in uh, the Temple of the Ancients, those certainly are a yes. weird bunch. I forget about them all the yeah. time, little purple boys. Yeah, and they... Definitely perceive time differently, and there's even a yeah. time guardian in the middle. This, this, mm, yeah. uh, the, the hands, the, the, the clock hands. That's the t- temple of the ancients is real weird thing with uh, with time and uh, retaining souls, and it's even it, it is the black materia basically mm-hmm. the whole temple. Yeah. So this. Yeah, I'm. I'm really, really looking forward, as you said as well. To... You've got me thinking now. You, you've got me thinking about that now. Look at what you've done. Look at what you've done. That's three more videos. <laughs> yeah. I, oh my gosh. I'm providing your fans with content, kinda. Yes. I'll tell them to make the check payable to this. Yeah. Here's my account, PayPal link. Yeah. Oh, love it. Oh, you, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be thinking about that now. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, I completely forgot about those those other ancients in the Temple of the Ancients, yeah. you know, the... And, yeah, they do. Yeah, It does kind of indicate that there is, like, a different flow of time, almost. Also, there. like, dimension, like, mm. it's, it's different. The first first area is kind of this, this M.C. Escher-like... Uh, Weird maze with the, yeah, with the, the with stairs, all the stairways, yeah, yeah, the weird ones, and and e- even the the projection of of uh, Sephiroth almost killing um, Song in the in the is this weird purple um, pond, where Sephiroth his essence itself is watching how Aerith and Cloud are watching, so he's aware that they yeah, are watching. Yeah, because he's kind of floating through it, yeah. isn't he? This 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 part is so weird because it, it's I don't think when we're when Cloud sinks into the floor after using the key of the ancients. Yeah. I don't think they're actually within a normally built pyramid. They're within the essence of, of the black materia, the the memories that reside within the black materia. I'm pretty sure that's it. Like everything that's sealed within uh, the black material, mm-hmm. the memories that went into it uh, from whoever created it. I don't know. Proper set me off on yeah, one. and oh also those God. those ancients were uh, may, maybe they they were part of its creation or something like that, which got trapped in there or or, or act, actively there to to protect yeah. or pre- prevent its activation that uh, it can be taken away. 
something like that. Kind of makes me think as well, like, is that a secondary function of the Black Materia, maybe? And could that also then become the vehicle for, like we were saying about how the live stream has been corrupted by these memories of the future? Would mm. that be the vehicle that Sephiroth's used? Because it's, I, I would assume that the Black Materia is inert at that point. He's, he's cast Meteor, it's failed. Mm. He doesn't do it again, so it makes me think that there's no, you know, that power's now been exhausted. Mm. Could he have used the Black Materia in an additional way? And that would be where, you know, when he opens the portal at the end of the highway and we go into that mm -hmm. separate realm, mm. which is built like Advent Children, holds the memories of that time frame. Mm. Oh, you, you, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I sent you off to... on a tangent there on a, on a, on yeah, a that's, different Yeah, I'm going to have to think about that later. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, that's good. Looking forward to future I like videos. It. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, does anybody of you have thoughts about the different music in the in Integrate's intro? Because the music is a little bit different. Like the, the chant, Sephiroth's chant. And other aspects are a little bit different during the intro cinematic in Integrate. I'm not sure. It could have been that they just stylistically wanted to change it or touch it up, or I have no idea. I hope it has some kind of a meaning or... I mean, it's possible that they've just done it just to differentiate, you know, just to be slightly different to the remake one. I don't know. I'm not 100% I'm not on this one myself. I'm not convinced that there is an intention behind it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Maybe it's it's just a, a a different version, like a the, the final version. But the other one was kind of a prelim, preliminary version, as they hadn't really yeah. finished it, but needed to ship the game or something. Maybe. But on the other hand, the chant, that the, the lyrics are yeah. different. Yes. Hmm. That's that's the main thing. The other changes could just be cosmetic, kind of. But yeah, the difference. Yeah, lyrics. yeah. There's, there's definitely. There is a difference there. And you can't really understand it. Yeah, this is the thing. If it was clear, if there was yeah. clarity, then it would be different. But It's as if the voices of the planet are fading. Oh. Like, they, the first time you play through it, they're still there, they're visible, they're, they're audible, and it's Sephiroth chant. But now that you know what it's like, like, what happens, you play through it again with knowledge of the game already, it's like the planet is closer to the end, sings a different song, yeah. but it's barely audible anymore. Yeah, because at the start of Remake, you've got like the Sephiroth chant kind of comes in at certain points, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it kind yeah. of indicates like, Sephiroth's here. Yeah. Could, could it be a case of, because we're slightly later in the story when Yuffie arrives at Midgar, it is later. It's just to kind of indicate that slight difference because Sephiroth's already been here for a little while now. He's already started kind of making his mm. making his moves, so to speak. Maybe, that yeah. Could maybe explain it. It might be representative of the state of the narrative at the minute. There's so much meta st meta stuff going yeah. on in the remake. So many <laughs> elements. It's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I kind of. I appreciate a lot of it, but I'm worried they will go too far with it. That is one of my concerns. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. I believe that. I believe in them. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for for now, I'm I still I'm still trusting them. My trust yeah. is still there. It's in the positive. I'm there. Yeah. 
But no, that is an interesting one with the music. Yeah, for sure. There are also two other uh, slight differences I noticed. I'm I'm so glad I wrote, wrote this down because I haven't listened to it in a while and I would have forget about them. But <laughs> if if you remember, while it's zooming out, in the original version of the song, there's this sound effect going yeah. on, and this has returned in this version. It was gone. It was not there in the original vanilla vanilla version. Ooh. You need to you need to listen to both. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get them. Or just watch the intro again because then you know wh when it appears. But the only thing that doesn't that bothers me is the uh, the falling with the meteor and the um the the bombastic yeah is not synced up anymore. It's not synced. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the only thing. The rest is okay. But that I noticed that too. Yeah. I was like, why that's is it kind of off? Off maybe also because the. the, the yeah, planet is dying. Things are falling apart. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or it's because everything is just a VR simulation. It's <laughs> yeah. a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It always comes back to the matrix. Mm -hmm. It's tough to keep track of though because there's so many things that they do that are little subtle hints. Yeah. To things. It's so much. You end up finding yourself looking for hints that aren't there yeah, almost. Yeah. Although I will say that this music, it is if it was a little bit different, it would be one thing, but it is it is a fair bit of a difference. Mm. Like it's the same song, but different, you know. And yeah, I'm gonna have to look into that a bit yeah. more potentially. And one other detail. Uh there's as if you remember remember there's a transition between um Reactor 5, um gushing out Marco. And then oh, yeah. Aerith appearing. There's, yes. there's the transition between a and then yeah, the and live stream just... melody starting. And this dark tone rests longer before the live stream melody starts. So yeah, then there's more dark. In the background, the Sephiroth thing, don't you? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like this, this, yeah. this, this last dark tone, this really this, this, this eerie tone. Last oh, longer. is that the one that hangs? It hangs. She picks the flower up. Yeah, the hangs bef before, before then it's it's uh, transitions into the live stream melody, the the high pitched live stream melody, right. and Aerith appears. And this live stream melody uh, kicks in later. It's mm. it's as if the, the the live stream is pushed back Slower. by the the corrupted uh, low tone or yeah. something. It, there's something there, I tell you. It's it's not just. A little bit of cosmetics because someone somebody thought ah vanilla version let's is, is boring let's just change it up a little bit or yeah. something that just changed up random stuff and thought ah this will keep the fan base going for another two years or something. <laughs> <laughs> I would not put has it past no it. meaning. It's just genuinely wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> but no, there is especially with the stuff that we've already seen, like you've gone through in your videos. I'm pretty sure. It's the first episode, I think it is, where you talk about this. Yeah. Um, like with the, the Sephiroth, like the one-winged angel lyrics kind of yeah. coming in and then fading out and then coming back in and things like that. Also, the the, the, the point in time where they uh, they kick in. And, yeah, the, the fact that they've already done things like that makes mm. me think that there is something to it. Yeah, there there's, there are too, too many details that are deliberate. Yeah. Yeah, they're not they're not half ass in this. They're definitely mm. they're trying to squeeze everything they can in. Yeah, 
it's it's their mo most important project thus far, so they they need to yeah. just nail everything, if possible. Ooh. We'll see. As long as we don't get doors, it's going to be interesting to see how that song sounds at the start of part two. <laughs> whether or not it's a different introduction music, or whether they continue with the evolution. Hmm. Ah. That would be an interesting one. It's hard to say because there's not really an established melody that they could use. Switch to, yeah. Unless it's just create a new music. one. Yeah. And the, um, on that day five years ago, well, it's been on that. Yeah. yeah. Coupled with a Sephiroth chance, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is it. It could be like a transition between the two. Yeah. So we go from the remake to whatever we get in remake part two, and they use it as kind of like mm. a hint to what the narrative journey is going to be. Mm. Yes, music and narrative, they're so much intertwined. Yeah. Maybe we won't see it because, like you said, the future Sephiroth that has gone back and whatever, like the 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 uh visual was that like you had said he steps on the on the feather and it disintegrates basically mm. represents he's yeah. gone yeah so like so why the would they play from the music yeah, yeah. like the chant like that wouldn't happen because that happened in the intro music because sephiroth was there which he wasn't yeah he came original. back to midgar yeah so it was like an and it was like a yeah like a musical representation of why it was more clear in yeah. the original maybe and I don't, maybe we won't see it happening in the next part because if he's destroyed, he's not, he's no more because he's changed things. And like you said, maybe we get it right at the start and it fades out and disappears then. And that's it. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking. Maybe it was more muffled in mm. Integrate because maybe you're replaying everything again. So it's as if he failed and then had to re go back again, but then he would be alive. So that doesn't make sense. No. Yeah. That's why I stopped myself. Yeah. Like that whole it's, time paradox thing kind of, you know, yeah. comes back and you're like, oh, yeah, that's true. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, the, the music, it's just gets gets us going all the time. <laughs> and they put so much into it as mm -hmm. well. Like it just, the effort that they put into it just. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's definitely something there, but I'm not sure what, to be honest with mm -hmm. you. Yeah, it's hard to say. Definitely. But what's probably a bit more clear, maybe not the reason, but uh, did you notice that Scarlet's projection, the hologram, has no projector? Like, it just appears out of nowhere. Yeah, it just kind of, like, poof, there we go. Yeah. Whereas with with um, Heidegger, we see those little machines, yeah. those little drones, don't we? The, the slug rays, yeah. The only thing that I'd guess is that in that laboratory, this built-in projectors maybe into the walls or the floors or something like that that or it is just a pure oversight the, the, the thing is you don't see light projected it's just her yeah. and then a glow around her with the sort of particles as as if the air itself has already particles and stuff and just they can form and start glowing yeah, or something it's weird activated them yeah it's it's so strange kind of yeah it is a weird one Giant Scarlet mm. for the win, though. Yeah. <laughs> Giant uh, Scarlet. Hello. Step on me, as, as many people would say. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. I'm none of those. No. No stepping here. 
No stilettos. No, no, Those hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm going to stop. Yeah, let's stop. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would guess that is just they could explain it away by just saying, "Oh yeah, it's built into the floor or the ceiling or something." Yeah, just some weird VR tech. Yeah, like it's different technology that people don't actually know exists because it's in deep ground, so they don't. Yeah, yeah true. That's why they're showing the projectors for Heidegger because that's they know people know that's what they use. This is probably yeah. like new tested. They use or, weapons and stuff. Yeah, it's like new technology yeah. that hasn't actually been um, finalized or isn't accessible to other portions like other people yeah. i guess within shinra maybe they don't have the clearance to be able to use it or something i don't know or because she's in charge of, of creating mm-hmm. material and stuff this is just some sort maybe. of material memory thing yeah going maybe on. she's using harvesting the power mm. yeah yeah maybe hmm yeah Really hard to say. Anyway, it it's bothered me and I I had to bring it up. <laughs> needed needed to That's get it. That's crazy. Out there. Yeah. I played it. I didn't even think about that at all. <laughs> I didn't even realize, honestly. I you I look at the weirdest things. <laughs> yeah. I was too busy staring at yeah, Scarlet. I was, yeah, I, I was, was mesmerized by Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Most of Hello. most of the people would just stare at Scarlet and stuff, and I'm just going, wait a minute, where are the projectors? <laughs> I will say though, I thought Scarlet was like I thought she was good in remake. I thought yes. she was amazing in intermission. Yeah, oh yeah. Awesome. Like we, we got a proper look on you know, we got to see what her motivations mm-hmm. are and things like that a little yeah. bit more. And it was good because at the same time as we're fleshing out all of the party, like Barrett, mm. Cloud, yep. T for all of those lot, I think it, it would make a lot of sense to flesh out the Shinra guys yes. as well. Mm-hmm. For sure. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Heidegger was also fleshed out, especially yeah. in, in chapters five, six, and seven. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look how much of a clown he comes across as in the original yeah. game. <laughs> like he literally is a joke in yeah. the original mm-hmm. game. Like, and Scarlet as well. This weird Russian better. general or something. Yeah, yeah, whereas they've, they've completely flipped that on its head yeah, now. He completely. still does the laugh a little bit. He still kind of comes across in that overbearing, over-the-top kind of way. You know, he's a bit of an idiot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's but more still, realistic and believable. His subordinates are terrified of him. Yeah, 100%, because he's got that power. It's more imposing, just, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm a fan of Heidegger and Scarlet mm-hmm. and, yeah. Looking I missed Reeve a little bit. Arc. <laughs> Reeve, yes. But Reeve. Reeve has time to shine later, for sure. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I think that's going to be one way that they fix... Oh, well, it kind of depends on your perspective. I didn't like Kate Sith as a character in general in the original mm. game. Wasn't a fan. Mm. I think that they could do a lot of work with Reeve and connecting you to the Kate Sith character through mm-hmm. Reeve. Mm. Because you don't really get that that much in the original game. You get a couple of scenes later on where you flip back to Reeve. Yeah. But I think they could do a lot more of that, and he could be our eyes into Midgar now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every, every so often throughout the story, we cut back to Reeve and we see what's going on with Midgar mm. and Rufus and everything like that. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah, definitely. But still, in a way that doesn't give really give away that uh, yeah. he's in control of uh, Kachi or Kate Sith or whatever. When do we find out that it's Reeve? Uh pretty late. I th- I think it's. Um, I can't remember now. After Rufus apparently supposedly dies, Is it when he gives the material. 
no, it's it's much much later. It's it's so we still don't know it's Reeve at that point. Yeah, it's sh- right. shortly shortly after um, Rufus supposedly dies, and then he talks to the party, and Scarlet Scarlet comes in, and then oh, why are you? Um, yeah. Why are you talking in such a weird accent? I think that's the point. <laughs> yeah, just before, just after Diamond Weapon, and yeah, exactly. I think yeah, it's there. Yeah, yeah. If I'm, I hope All I'm not right. mistaken. Yeah, but listen, they can change that. Yeah, yeah I, so they can that, things. That's true. Know, <laughs> I thought about that as well. Yeah, like the original that's, that's is so late, but if it applies to what they're trying to do, then it make would it would make sense to change that and have it so that yeah. maybe it's you know the only other option would be so I think you know, and see things through his perspective. Mm. So if we ever do get a flashback to Midgar, we kind of see what's going on with him. Because we've kind of had that a few times already in Remake, haven't yeah. we, where we cut to Seng in a certain situation, mm. like with Rufus or with mm-hmm. Rude and Reno and things yeah. like that. So maybe they go with that. That's another option, possibly. Yeah, I hope so, definitely. If, if they reveal the connection earlier, it still needs to be after the Temple of the Ancients, because yes. otherwise his, his uh, sacrifice yes. wouldn't hit as hard. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I was so happy when that guy sacrificed himself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's gone. No, he's back. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I found him endearing uh, in the Temple of the Ancients. Before he was yeah. like, eh. Mm-hmm. He definitely salvages himself a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. And when he racks on Barrett uh, because yes. of his hi- hypocrisy and stuff, yeah, and yeah, that's terrorism. Good. That's good. That's all. That's a really good scene with uh, Ketchy, for sure. Um, here, the last thing I've written down I want to talk about is the Valkyrie 2.0. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. There's in, 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 in um, Scarlet's Materia storage, yeah. whatever that area is called, I think on the third floor it is. Like, for, we are yeah. at the bottom, go up, I think it's on, on the third or something, that in one corner there's a different model of the Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. It looks much, much more modern and, um, like, better shielded and stuff. Yeah, like, upgraded. Yeah. I really hope we get to fight that one in part two or so, or something. You're going to have to fight me later. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, they've done that with a couple of things, though, because, I mean, you see in... i trying to remember where it is. I think it's in the slum somewhere, but you know what? in the original game when you head into Cosmo Canyon and you get to that deserted area and you fight against them weird robots if you're running around in the wild? Mm-hmm. Uh... They're like a box. They're like a bo- really boxy robot that you fight against. And there's a couple of them deconstructed in a pile in the set to... I want to say set to six slums, but I might be wrong on that. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that Valkyrie 2.0 definitely circles around, just like I think they will as well. Mm. Uh, which which boxy robots do you mean right, right now? I'm I'm. Try, uh, let me check one second. This is this is I I, I have to do this. Uh, but they didn't appear in uh, remake, right? No, they didn't. I don't think they did. The only thing that that comes to mind are the golems. Yeah, that's it. The golem. Oh, that's it's the golem. The, the, uh, Mm, which one is it? The Iron Golem or something in Cosmocanon? Yeah, there's a, a darker one, there's a uh, a brown one, and a small blue one in the in, in the snowy area. This one's like the greeny brown one. 
Green brown, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think yeah. That's, that's that's around there. Yeah, yeah, that's a cosmic. We see a few area. of them kind of deconstructed in the slums. So yeah, really? I think I think they've slipped oh, a lot. Oh, I mean, at the I moment. know what you mean. Yeah, it I kind, think they've it's... slipped a lot of little things like that in where you're gonna see me later. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if it's quite that one, but it could could represent. It look, it's those, similar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, hello, <laughs> <laughs> it's you. Hello, my friend. Yeah. Oh, I I think you mean uh, Sector Five, right? When you're running around with Aerith. Is it five? Yeah. Right. I knew it was one of them. My memory is appalling. <laughs> yeah, it's it's near near the door uh, uh, with uh, Corneo's stash. Yeah, it's kind of off to the side a little bit, isn't yeah. it? Also yeah. Also, the uh, yeah. the um, like exosuit weird robots where it can sit inside are also there. Yes. Well, yeah, I, th- I think that Valkyrie 2.0 will definitely be seeing that. Like, I, re- I really hope when so. We come, probably when we come back to Midgar. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, at the latest, yeah. Yeah. It would be a shame to design such a cool uh, enemy and not use it. Yeah, I think I think we're definitely, there's going to be a bit of a crazy boss rush mm-hmm. kind of scenario that happens in Midgar when we go back, if oh, it's all yeah. kind of stayed the same at that oh, point. Yeah. And yeah, they're just going to be throwing everything at us. Like yes. I hope they make, I hope they make that fight with the Turks in the train, you know, in the subway. I hope they make that mandatory as well, because you can miss that fight. Uh, well, you don't miss it. You just say no, I'm not fighting you. Go mm. away. Yeah, if <laughs> if you if you help them in uh, or team it up in Wuchai, yeah, if you didn't, yeah, there, there's no option there. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. If you ignore, I either ignore Wuchai or. No, I think it's it's mandatory to team up with them if you go through the Wu Tai arc. But if you don't, yeah, if you do if you, if you do the Wu Tai story, you have yeah. to, yeah, yeah. But if if you don't, if you ignore Wu Tai, then you have no options to skip the Turks. Then they will fight you. To be fair, I always fight them anyway. Just yeah, me too, because stuff. I want to steal stuff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Minerva bands, Cedric, and yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, love it. And the tough ring, I think, is the third one from yeah. Reno. Yeah, yeah, two rings, Edric, and what was the other one? Minerva, uh, Minerva Band, I think, from uh, Elena yeah. or Elena. Oh, it's worth it. I wonder if she if if she's called Elena or Elena, because both is viable, I think. Oh, we're getting into dangerous territory. <laughs> <laughs> I pr- I hope I'm, we'll I'm see. I'm going to say Elena. Yeah, I, I hope we'll see her in the first trailer of part two, the first proper trailer, like the first three-minute trailer or something. Because well, yeah, the, we should meet her quite Mith- soon. Mithril mines are pretty early on, so... Yeah. It'd be nice to see how much they expand the Mithril mines as well, because I can't see it being two screens like it was. No, no, it's, it's bigger. I'm yeah, pretty sure there's, there's, there's lore, lore around the Mithril mine with the miners, and there's uh, monster infested, Ooh. and we have maybe kill the dragon there and then mm. they can continue mining maybe there's a mini game where we can mine stuff oh, i don't know yeah yeah that'd be cool or maybe, maybe there's even even um a mining cart there where it can drive around or something oh that'd be so good yeah and maybe once you've gone through it once you can go back the other way and forwards and backwards then using the minecart or something like that yeah 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 that'd be interesting this this reminds me of Donkey Kong Country, the first one where I uh, <laughs> ride in the in the minecart. <laughs> oh yes, those are one of the funnest uh, levels. Sometimes pretty hard to get certain over certain gaps, but it was fun. 
Yeah. Oh, we're going into the classics now. Yeah. <laughs> Always back to the classics. Love them. Oh, you got to you you've got to do it. You've got to do it every now and again. I think everyone should have to go back and play some mm-hmm. SNES games. Yeah. Get some perspective. Sure. Yes. <laughs> See where we've come from. Yep. Definitely. I have so many games to play, guys. I just don't have enough time. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> backlog is stupid. Like, I, I need to stop acquiring games, basically, yeah, for a bit. that's me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad, because I always end up either playing some version of Final Fantasy or Minecraft. It's really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm op- occupied with the trailers games for a while, so I'm yeah, good. <laughs> seriously. I've been trying yeah, to finish try- my hard playthrough. I haven't even finished yet of Remake. Oh, boy. I have to do that. Yeah, and Intermission. See, I was saving it for PS5 because mm-hmm. you know I, I wanted doing. a reason. I wanted a reason, but yeah, it's 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 kind of dragging on a bit now, isn't mm-hmm. it? <laughs> I got back into it and played it for quite a bit, and then I uh, became like I was too busy, so I just yeah stopped and you know was doing other things. And then when I have some time, I just play uh, you know just games that don't have any story or anything so i'm just you know not tied to uh yeah you know just just drop in and drop out like dota or you know overwatch or something like that but it's bad i need to get away from that you know i need to actually play other games like i started tales of arise but i did not get very far (laughs) you feel like you're wasting your time almost don't you when you don't play something substantial but i know exactly what you feel because PS Plus just put PGA 2021 yeah, on free. Exactly. I've been playing that in between yeah. various things, and yeah, mm-hmm. it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a golf game. <laughs> All right, guys. So that concludes today's episode of the Reunion Podcast. I just wanted to say thank you so much to you, Sector 6, for joining us for today's episode and taking time out of your busy schedule um, you know, to sit here and talk and I guess, you know, formulate theories with you about, um, you know, this game that we love so much. So thank you so much. Oh, no, thank you for having me. It has been an absolute pleasure. It's, I, I, I just knew me and Viz were going to go down many, many times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it has been a pleasure. And yeah, definitely have to do it again at some point. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It was a long time in the making, I feel, because I reached yeah. out to you a while ago and... You know, we just couldn't uh, make it work. So I'm glad that we could uh, have you on today. Oh, it's been brilliant. Thank you. It was so much fun, for sure. Thank you for coming on. All right, guys. So if you have any ideas for our up-and-coming episodes, you can write us. Our email is thereunionpodcast at gmail.com. Thereunionpodcast at gmail.com. We do have a Discord server as well, so you can go ahead and click the link for our Discord server, which is listed in the description of every episode. Uh, We do have a Twitter account. It's at Reunion underscore podcast. So you can follow us on Twitter. I have been posting more regularly on Twitter. um, And also, we sometimes do some awesome giveaways. So you can check us out there. We do have a Facebook page as well. It's Reunion Podcast. And our YouTube channel is The Reunion Podcast. So don't forget to like, sub, and also share a review. If you feel so inclined, it is the best way to support us here on the podcast. Um, and Viz, did you want to drop your socials for Cosmo Canyon Observatory? For sure. Um, you can find us on uh, YouTube, Cosmo Canyon Observatory. It's pretty much the way to go. Um, we also have a Twitter account where we post 
not so much lately, but I hope to get into it again to post uh, mm -hmm. small analysis gems. Uh, where, where can be found at cc underscore observatory. And of course on Discord, and the link is on our Twitter page and on YouTube page and under every video in the description. Perfect. And Sector6, did you want to go ahead and tell our listeners where they can check you out? Uh, yeah, so you can find me usually shitposting or memeing <laughs> or just some sort of hot take or something like that on Twitter. Uh, and that's at Sector underscore six underscore, because obviously Sector six was already claimed by someone. <laughs> I hate that person, and I will find that person one day. Um, but for now, th that's where you can find me. So at Sector underscore six underscore. Uh, and on YouTube, the channel is, where is it now? It's youtube.com forward slash Sector six UK. All is one word. And yeah. I just do my thing. The big thing that I've got going on at the minute is the Big Seven, which Viz himself has appeared on and graced me with his mm -hmm. presence over there. And we will have to look at getting you yourself over there, Kairosis. So oh, I would we'll work that. on that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, come and say hi. Absolutely. Oh, I'm on Facebook as well. But I don't really do the Facebook thing that much anymore. It's become <laughs> a bit of a hellscape. Or it's like you know when is too much enough or too much too much you know what i mean like yeah it's 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 everywhere but you can find me on there set to six uh i think it's just set mm -hmm. to six it might be set to six uk so it is set to six uk that's on facebook as well so yeah perfect well thank you again sector six for joining us for today's episode it was awesome to get to chat uh with you about this game and uh, all the best to you no, no, thank you for having me on, and it has been a pleasure speaking to both of you. And, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely hit it again sometime. Absolutely. Pleasure was all mine, and, yeah, until next time, I guess. Have fun, and take care. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>